What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant, and uh, what a weekend for theatrical comedians. Some very interesting news comes up about our boy Hassan Minaj, uh, Minhaj. Minhaj, I think, yeah. How do we even know? <laughs> how do we even know that that's how he pronounces the name? I think we name? get to decide what the truth is. I think I think that his name is 70% emotionally true, and then, <laughs> but the Arnold Palmer that is his last name, <laughs> the Arnold Palmer that is his last name, we're oh not exactly God. certain on, so I think it's something you just flow with and okay. you go with, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, The actually annoying thing about, uh, Hassan, you're gonna get these fucking jokes, you deserved it, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I like I like Hassan, he's a, he's a charming guy, he's nice to Dude, always been nice to me, but you you deserve this. But uh, the crazy thing about the whole situation with him, you know, lying in his uh, specials or about the stories in his specials is that like, if you know his real life, he has like these he has these insane things that have happened to him, like completely separate, like. When he came to America, it was on a boat with a tiger. Did really? Did you guys but, know? Dude, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually, wow. yeah, he was like lost at sea and it was him and a tiger on a boat and they like forged, they forged this like real friendship. That's crazy because that, okay, that and all why makes not sense. Tell that story. Dude, that makes perfect tell sense. Tell that story. That makes perfect sense because the tiger, yeah. I went before he came here, yeah. I know he grew up in a jungle. Oh, like no. a bunch of animals raised him, like he yes. knew how to speak to them. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it, it was no, like it was a bear a crazy, saved his life. And crazy. The tiger, he must have made good with tigers. Yeah. The tiger was a real enemy. Yeah, so uh, dude, they he, should they should make a movie on his life. They, bro. Bro. Like, they, they honestly, should. They could. God dude, damn, he told amazing. me this one story about like going to White Castle with his Asian friend, and it was like, <laughs> it was one of the most unbelievable stories I've ever That's heard. So it was like so many shenanigans. Shenanigans galore. I it was shenanigans galore, and and I'm like, why not do that? You know, yeah. tell the thing about. How he really made his money. He won Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, fuck, I in forgot about India that. Yeah. And just talk, talk about that. That's how he met his wife. What an amazing life experience. <laughs> yeah, dude. That you can play off of. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, so many things out there. But listen, uh, you know, tons of material for him to still mine. Uh, for, for all of you that are, <laughs> that, are, that, are, that are confused right now, news has come out. There's a New Yorker article that um, Hassan Minhaj. Um, may have been fabricate, fabricating some things in uh, his Netflix specials. Wait, but Andrew. Yes. Comedians make up stories all the time. That's true. <laughs> now, usually we do it to make things funnier. Yeah. Not make things more racist or sad. Yeah. Or emotional. Yeah. And I think that's the tricky thing here with, with, with like in his stories. It's not like he was using these exaggerations or hyperbole as punchlines. He was using them to kind of make the audience feel worse about him. And then it turns out these things didn't actually happen. Yeah, he made life worse for other people in real life. Oh, wait, how is that? Have you, you know the prom story, right? What's the prom story? Prom story, the homecoming king is based on this story that he was supposed to go mm. to prom with a white girl, yes. got to the door, she's putting a corsage on another a guy, a white guy. Oh, because wow. her parents didn't like the fact that Hassan was Indian. Mm. And that's oh, wow. terrible, terrible story. Yeah. The lady responds. I know that pain. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. lady responds and is like, not only is this not true, he asked me days before the prom, I just said no. And not only are my parents not racist, I'm married to an Indian. But here's the thing, and this is like, <sighs> this is the problem when you lie in, in your specials, is like that girl had to marry an Indian. <laughs> So that people wouldn't think just she was to safe face. Yeah, yeah, just to safe so face. So in a way, Hassan actually helped Indians. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he might be a hero. The ultimate. He's a patriot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, for real. I would say got to marry an Indian. 
Yeah, you would say got to. You would say got to. Right, right, right. But the rest of us would be like, oh, how many years you got to put in on this? They should do that for Indian Because that's the first thing she says. She's like, I'm not racist. I married an Indian. She had to fucking do it because he bullied her into it. But I do like this idea that if a girl rejects me, she's racist. Because there's a lot of racist brown girls that I didn't know were racist. I see this girl because he's handsome. <laughs> Hassan is handsome. Right? He is. He is. He is a handsome man. Great fucking hair. Mm-hmm. We have to look at this girl. She might be racist, bro. She might be ugly <laughs> enough where she's racist. Dude. <laughs> or we got to see what this white dude that she went to prom looked like. Ooh. I think we need to do a little research. Ooh. I think we need to do a little research. I think we might have to defend Hassan. He might be right about that one. She might have been racist. Okay. Okay. Got it. <laughs> bro, I need to have that level of confidence, bro. Where if you don't like me, you're racist. The uh, only way you could you, not like don't me. Don't you objectively. wish? You wish you had that. She got to be fat. You wish she got to be fat. This girl got to be fat. There's no way that she's a cutie. Because he got to think he's doing her a favor. And then when she says no, he's like, oh, this bitch racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why she say I went to the door? You didn't go to the door. This was crazy. He told me that story like that's the most Indian years thing. ago. I'm here for a vagina and bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't no. show up. We just text you nicely. Wait, hold on. He, told you, a, he told you the story in real like, life? Yeah, like we were cool There's a no long way. time ago. I'm There's talking no like 2012, bro. He and I used to be friends. I kind of realized There's whatever. No he, but this, I didn't know this was a lie. <laughs> I thought all the reasons I don't fuck with this guy, this wasn't one of them. We're sitting at a fucking diner <laughs> and he no tells way. me he this story you. as a trauma story. I'm dead ass. I believed it this whole time. He was working it out. He was I feel, son, that's the craziest shit. Yeah. We're just eating in and out, bro. Why you gotta lie to me and for? You know what? You probably said something like, you went to their house? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, all right, keep that part. That was good. Son, <laughs> <laughs> he said, I got to the door. This is then he joked to get me on his side. Obviously, he's like, this is why you can't trust white women. And I was like, yeah, dog, that makes sense. Wow. But then, but I will be honest, I remember when he said what his parents, her parents said to him, it's just not a good fit. And then I remember being like that, okay, well, your parents would say the exact same thing. Ooh. It's just not a good fit. Like, this is what both, your parents would say that more. <laughs> your parents would be like, the fuck are you thinking, man? This is not a good fit. She's That's not the same country, point. not the same race, not the same faith. Mm. What's going on? This yeah. is not a good fit, mad incongruous. Yeah. So I do remember thinking that. And, and then now he's happily married. Happily married. Which but probably wouldn't have happened if he was with that white girl. Yeah. The white devil. And yeah. that white devil's now married to an Indian. Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> right? So this ended up working in his favor. It turned out, lying kind of works for him. Lying's awesome. Yo, yo, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty you know, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, try it out. I, I, think, I think one of the things that we have to really oh. separate is, is there are comedians that plenty of us, all of us, exaggerate things in our jokes. To be funny, yeah. Or change things in our jokes. That, that joke I did, the, uh, the, the not fuck me joke. Right? Yeah. Uh, I tell her, I was at a hotel with my boy, blah, blah, blah. That didn't happen at a hotel. We were at Veselka and Case. Oh, yeah. And one of our friends, Case Case goes, yeah. I go, yeah, you can just crash at my place if you want to go home. And he goes, yeah, but we can sleep head to toe or put the pillows. And I was like, yeah, or you can not fuck me. In the joke, it's funnier to just make it in a hotel. Absolutely. So we change these things to make parts of the joke funnier. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different thing. It's Jesse Smollett when you are lying about victimization. Yeah. So I don't like it when people are starting to target other comics who have things that aren't exactly true in their also, stories. The, this is not comic. He's not lying about the funny part. Yeah. If he was, like if he found a way to, to anthraxing the daughter, think is crazy. I mean, <laughs> that dude. That shit is crazy. Dude, what is that? What is that? In retrospect, it's funny as hell. 
<laughs> Knowing that he yeah. was lying about yeah. that? The, the idea that this guy wasn't the funniest, there's pure comedy in this, but actually every part is funny. <laughs> if you realize none of it is true, the whole thing is hilarious. Mm. This is the greatest comic ever, I think. Bro, but think about it. He got to do the, what is it called when you make fun of the president? White House Correspondents' Dinner. Yeah, oh, yeah. off of lies. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's crazy. No, nah, but getting, getting sent anthrax levels you up because they oh, yeah, only yeah. send that to important to people. The, to the boss. Oh, that that's a flex, bro. That, that, that was a, a dope move. Hell yeah. Bro, and and uh, what's-his-face got a shot, too? He said, uh, so he, he conflated some timelines to make what he went through a little bit more serious. He was making fun of, I think, the Saudis or yeah, something Jamal like that. Yeah, And uh, I have less of an issue with this, actually. Oh, that's fine, that's fine. I, I'm just... Telling the people. Yeah. So so uh, I guess in one of the stories he was like making fun of the Saudis and then he had a meeting because he wanted to interview MBS, who is mm -hmm. Mohammed bin Salim, I think his name is. He is the guy who runs the Saudi, uh, what is it, the PIF it's called or PLF. Mm -hmm. um, all their money, all their yeah. fund, makes all their decisions. He's boss. And um, he went to go meet with them and then I guess he left and everybody was freaking out because he said the same day Khashoggi was chopped up at the yeah. Saudi embassy in Turkey, mm -hmm. right? And uh, people are going, uh, oh my God, is everything okay? And uh, he said something about the meeting or the event that night that yeah, Jared yeah. Kushner sat in a seat that was reserved for this uh, yeah. Saudi journalist, right? And like apparently Jared Kushner didn't even go to the event. Yeah. Like it was just a it was just a no, shot there was no at Jared. Chair. There was no chair for him. There was no chair. Yeah. So there was just a shot at Jared for no reason. And to your point, the lie there was to make it wasn't to be funny. It was to make himself a hero. And then a lot of the other lies uh, to kind of add to what you said. I think they're to kind of like push. I don't want to say an agenda, but to push a political agenda, for lack of a better way to say it. Yeah. Whereas if you are lying just to be fun, if the whole Burt Kreischer machine story was fake, I don't, none of us think it is. But if it was, who cares? It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. We're just laughing at Burt Kreischer. That would break my heart, though. It, it would shake your confidence. And it would break my heart if the machine story wasn't real. You've been calling the machine this whole time yeah. for no reason. No, nah, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I'd be so happy with it. I'd be more impressed that you could make up that whole ass story. I thought it was fake. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> I did. I thought That's it was real, just, dude. I thought it was just a made-up story for a comedy bit. And you still loved it. Yeah, you I did. Betrayed. Hold on, hold on. You saying if Bert never went to Russia, yeah. that wouldn't bother you a little it bit? It would actually bother me a little Thank bit. Thank you. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I was I was using hyperbole to prove a point. Bro, bro, bro. It's my emotional truth. That was my emotional truth. Can I be emotionally honest You were being emotional right there. It was beautiful. I really want to appreciate that, and I want to reward that. Now, here's the thing. If if some of the things said within the story have been tweaked a little bit yeah. to be funny. If he makes the Russian person say something funnier, you're doing your job. Yeah. yeah, as a comedian, that's great. There's no way that every single story a comedian says, when the comedian says the perfect witty thing back, yes. that that happened in the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because most comedians are awkward as fuck in the moment, mm -hmm. and they're not gonna come up with that line, and that's why they'll go home and they'll sit in the shower for an hour and think about what they would have said, yeah. and then that pops up in the yes. joke. Mm -hmm. That's why I just wanna separate this from comedy. Yeah. I hate that this is like getting pulled into, people are bringing up Hilarious jokes. The Chappelle baby joke. It's fucking hysterical. Which we all know yes. is sarcasm, yeah. which we all know isn't a real thing. Yeah. It's used to point out things that might be real. Yeah. But people go, oh, see, you can lie there, you can lie. No, no, Chappelle's not lying about the emotionally manipulative part. He's yeah. not lying about the victimization part. Yeah. So I I also think a lot of those people didn't read the full article. Because the headline is like, Oh, the stories aren't true, big deal. Yeah. And then you read it and you're like, oh, this is crazy. This woman's life really hurt. Her parents got death threats. This is crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prom date. So the anthrax yeah. shit is too 
That's too good. <laughs> that's bro. crazy. That's crazy. That's <laughs> too good. That's bro. crazy. I gotta mail myself some baby powder. <laughs> <laughs> Level up in this <laughs> bitch, right? It, it, the anthrax got on his daughter, and he had to take her to the hospital. <laughs> How do you even yeah. write that? <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. Why, Why do you even write that? Why would, you, Why would you even want to think about something so like that? When people call out of work, they'll say, I have Why a Why your daughter getting the mail? <laughs> Why your daughter getting the mail? Nobody asked about that? You make your daughter open up the mail? Can I be honest, though? In an yeah. Indian house, they just make the youngest person go get everything. Is that right? Yeah, uh, go get me some water. Go get the mail. Go get the... You're just like... You're like a golden retriever. Yeah. No but, way. But for, yeah, just you're, like random things around. Go get that for me. Yeah, yeah. mail wallet. You're the yeah, mail yeah. wallet. You're a task yeah. wallet. You're a task <laughs> yeah. rabbit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Wow, bro. Yeah, I mean, just too funny. Just too funny. Yeah, and then he... Had, he got to lean in with this next one. The article said he invited the girl from the Homecoming Story to... Watch. To watch the show. Yes. Oh, that's next level. And, and apparently used a photo of her in the show, but then blurred out her face. With the brown boyfriend, which she, obviously that ruins the whole story about her being racist. So he blurred his face too. Yeah. And I think she, she might have been docked. racist, yo. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm still, I still need to see this girl. I still, can, Dude, can you're, we see are if we you can pick that up? have your emotional truth? You and him both think she was racist. You just agree. That's it. Yeah, we agree on the emotional yeah, truth. Yeah, you agree on the 100%. emotional truth. 100%. 100%. 100%. Nothing wrong with that. I think she's racist. You think she's racist and who are we to tell you you're wrong about another human being? I think she's, hold on a second. I don't think she's racist, but I do think that she agreed to go to prom with him. Okay. Because <laughs> he admitted that. He was like, yeah, her version is true. But I, I, but I, he's always, he's got to do that because he's, he's super lefty. So he's got, you know, women are always right. <laughs> <laughs> he has to agree. But deep hey, down, he hey, knows. He's super lefty, but he's also super Muslim. So women aren't always right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Or maybe he just didn't accept no as an answer because he's Muslim. <laughs> maybe that was. Maybe there's. Maybe there's. That's not true either. That's because he's Indian. Oh, there you go. So listen, it's a cultural thing. Like she was like no, and he was like yes. Like, like, ah, okay, he was like, let you. me talk to your parents. Yeah, we'll They'll arrange this. You don't get to make these decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, if he did go talk to the parents, and then he maybe would have respected it. They're like, no, it isn't a fit. Yeah, yeah. Our yeah, star signs don't align. That's exactly, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta Why look at. Why you get offended by that? We gotta look at say? what is it called? The math, the Columbine. What does the Indian <laughs> woman do? Kundalini. Yeah, the star chart. The star chart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about when the Indian girl was doing multiplication. You saw? You see that video? No, but I. You bet didn't see this? Multiplying. Oh the fuck my god! Out of I'll it. pull it up. But it's literally this Indian girl is doing math, and they just ask her numbers, and there's like 55 plus 72 plus 105, and she's just doing abacus in her head. You haven't seen this video? I'm talking about the, the Indian dating show where yeah, Shorty no. asks. Indian matchmaking. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the girl doing math, bro. Fuck. Nah, bro. But you don't even you, need to pick it up. I love watching retard I Okay, now, so here's I, the question. I would don't, like don't. to know what Shorty looks like, but I guess her picture's not out nah, there. I can't find there. it. Because to turn down Hassan. I will say, though, do you think he's a Jesus guy? Here, let me no tell you something offense. about Bernie. No offense. No I know you want to be the hottest in there, but I'm 40 and married. Who gives a fuck? God, I mean, how much did you pay that, that New Yorker writer to do this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm that's how, much, what I'm, how much you pay that motherfucker? Hey, <laughs> this is my special. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all I'm gonna be fired. Uh, I told y'all I'm gonna be fired. Right. I got just filmed a special that's mostly true. <laughs> Bro. Hassan is out of here. It's those, emotionally wow. true. Those are the two specials. Bring back a poo, get rid of Hassan. That's, the, that's, that's what he's gotta call. And Netflix dude. budget is wide open. <laughs> wide open, dog. Y'all gotta, hey, y'all gotta fill it. Do you feel like the article was a little bit of a hit piece though? Yeah, because Shorty was definitely emotionally manipulated by the. You know that whoever wrote it was riding for Hassan for like five years. <laughs> and then randomly was at a bar no, and was like, oh, what? Here's what happened. 
Uh, it better be exactly what happened for you to cut off my little fun <laughs> rant. It better be the, the exact thing that happened because you boys building no. momentum. I was about to 70% truth you, Hell yeah. and I was about to give you the nice I Arnold pick Palmer up on you ever this. had in your life. A journalist friend of ours filled me in. The New Yorker was doing a feature on him, oh. and they fact check. The New Yorker fact checks everything. They don't yeah. fuck around. That's like yeah. their reputation. Yeah. He just kept lying to them. He kept telling them all these stories as facts, so they started fact checking them, and then nothing was adding up. Like... The daughter hospitalization short. There's there's no record hospitalization oh. record. The building didn't have any record of anything. They like were very thorough. Yo, that's some wild shit to like hold on to the to you know, hold on to the lie outside of the it's show. Sunny lied to me at an in and out fifteen Yo, years ago. We need, we need to going. sit down. Hassan gotta keep and it Juicy. going. Juicy and Hassan. <laughs> Juicy and Hassan. Yeah. Juicy Hassan. It's crazy. We need to sit down. Juicy Hassan, and you got to add Santos in that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. Those yeah. are the goats right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine that barbershop talk. LeBron, Juicy Smollett, <laughs> right? LeBron lying about all the books he read. Yeah. Juicy mm-hmm. Smollett, George Santos. Parents from the blind side. Parents from <laughs> oh, the blind side. Yeah. Ooh, dude, 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 this dude. could be a phenomenal podcast. Should we arrange this? Yeah, we need yeah, to. I do think it. we should. It's so funny. This is the most Akash has known about Indian shit. <laughs> he knows every detail. Was that, was that regular yeah. episode of Patreon with the two let? Oh, that was Shane's. That was, was Shane's. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that was phenomenal. Yo, bro. Can, yo, you know why Shub ain't shit? What? Because Shub after the pod was like, I used to think the same thing. Shub grew up in India. He want to make you feel better. No, I said, why don't you say something? I said, why do you say something? He goes, I didn't want to get destroyed on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they were killing you. I, I didn't told, kill me. I told Emma the story. <laughs> yeah. And Emma's been to India. And she was like, yeah, I saw that on all the buildings, too. I knew it was to let. Like, I knew it was Yeah, but rent. that's because she's Jewish. She knows how to own land. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she knows how to be a landlord. Land Don't start it. that rumors. <laughs> Tour announcements. First of all, Long Island, thank y'all so much, man. Six sold-out shows to Paramount. That was unbelievable. Thank you to everybody who came out this weekend. We're in Niagara Falls. That sold out. And we're in Windsor, Ontario at the Coliseum at the Caesars. Some tickets left for that. Pull up. Also, Dublin. Thank you guys so much we're adding more seats this has been incredible the three arena in dublin iconic location we just added more seats so go get those as soon as you can manchester you've been asking we added a second show okay london we're not adding another show so if you're from london or any of the surrounding areas get your ass on a train come up to manchester we're doing a 4 p.m show that same day it's october 15th uh also november 13th we added a second show in perth australia okay melbourne we just added more seats to the john kane arena uh sydney we added a second show uh, at the Aware Super Theater, an unbelievable theater in Sydney. Cannot wait to get in there. And uh, we also have Brisbane Entertainment Center in Brisbane. That's November 19th. We'll see you all there. All those tickets, theandrewschultz.com. And uh, some cool announcements coming soon. All right. Also, guys, show announcements. First of all, thank you to everybody who came out of Stress Factory. It was crazy. We sold all four shows out super quickly, added a fifth show. That sold out super quickly. Sorry, we could not add a sixth. I truly did not have the time. Uh, but I'm going to take a little time off of stand-up, try to get my brain right. Um, but I'll be back in Atlanta October 27th, 28th, and 29th. And if there's not a lot of low-key gay dudes trying to fuck me at all three of these shows, I'm going to feel very unattractive. So I want Indians... Openly gay dudes, low-key gay dudes, and I think I just described all of Atlanta. 
Women too. Women. I forgot half. I forgot half the population. Anyway, after Atlanta, next show on the docket is December first and second in Portland, Oregon, uh, and then December eighth in New Orleans, Louisiana. And I have a big announcement coming for y'all next week. Buckle the fuck up. People have been asking me from a very specific region where to perform, and it's not India. I will do India, but y'all got to get your exchange rate in order. But there's one more big show coming. You'll see what it is. Oh, guys, and before I forget, we did Twitch stream the NFL this past Sunday. Then I realized uh, I ain't got no real following on Twitch, so we moved over to YouTube where your boy's getting close to a million, and it was fun as fuck. So we're going to do it again next week. Akash Singh Comedy on YouTube. Subscribe if you haven't already. Let's hit a million. But either way, NFL this Sunday. Hey, what's up, guys? We're going to do the world's fastest dates announcement. Toronto, September 28th. Come see me and Derek Post in Comedy Bar. Let's get back to the show. Suck his dick! So what do we do with this? What is What are the repercussions? Do you think this affects him career-wise? What is the? Uh, I don't know. I hope it does because I have a special that <laughs> I'm shopping. Geez, so God, yeah, uh, let's bro. clear out some money. They're saying he can't host the Daily Show now. That, that's like the I thing think he's still on the running line. Oh, there's no way. Like he was like a front runner. You can't. No. Branding wise, he seems like an obvious choice. I don't. Uh, branding wise, he's obvious. Skill wise, he's obvious. I mean, he's an excellent yeah. host. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic. They should have offered him way before this article. Um, but the show, I mean, the daily show is supposed to be about truth, right? Like you're supposed to, so the guy who is admit to not telling the truth, um, can't host the truth show. I think the daily show would get too much criticism. That being said, I don't think that his fan base will care that much. And I think he'll still be able to tour and still be able to make, you know, these pieces. And maybe they'll go into it with a little bit more realistic viewpoint, or maybe it'll change how he does the shows now that he's you know felt the repercussions of I not so. being honest because yeah. this is bring back a poo the whole ethos is we're not victims so watching the traumedy thing get exposed yeah. where like these south asian dudes are like dude we're these victims of systematic oppression it's like no you're not dude There's they're kind of co-opting the black stuff yeah and yeah. it's like look i ain't no fucking ally like, but i'm not gonna call myself an ally shut the fuck up <laughs> yo in, yeah. in america we're the rich we're richer than white people on average it's, we're killing everyone we're not victims we're killing yo. it what? We're richer than you on average. Miles, how did we let this happen? <laughs> hey, hey, you didn't let nothing happen. Not my America. You didn't let nothing happen. Not my America. Let, hey, <laughs> took it like you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they do that. We know that. <laughs> nah, but... I don't think nothing happens to him. Yeah, I, think, I don't think this I, affects him at all. You don't think you don't think the Daily Show thing would? No, I think he still can host that. I don't, no one cares about shit anymore. Like nobody cares. That's about That's interesting. That is, I think there is less of a concern probably now about things. Being and his truthful. lies didn't really hurt. Uh, besides the prom chick, shorty, like his lies didn't hurt anybody. The mm -hmm. only, I think he'll be fine. I think kind of like Aziz is still killing it, but pe uh, some people felt like let down by like this guy that was is like there woke. He's still doing theaters. He's still, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's got he a movie is? that he made. Like oh, he's, okay. he's I just cooking. haven't seen him. No, no, I no, think no. it might be like that. We're like a lot of dude, brown people worship this guy. There was their guy. They felt all these things that happened to him. You know what I mean? The FBI informant shit, like all that spoke to them. Did you hear he actually has him to prom? <laughs> That's the real story. The I real did. story. He became an informant. Yes. No. <laughs> no, uh, the FBI shit is funny. It's insane, dude. It's insane. <laughs> so tell me FBI. So the FBI informant story is that this FBI informant infiltrated his mosque right yeah. after September 11th. Yeah. And that Which thing you gotta. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. have a presence. You gotta then, have a presence. Back then, yeah. we, none of us would have been mad at it. We'd have been like, yeah, I get gotta it. Gotta have a presence. Even the Muslims are probably like, I get it, bro. We're good, we're good but I get it. Gotta have but, a presence, uh, bro. I guess his parents like took him in, and then he was like asking all the brown kids there, like, what do you know about jihad? 
And then Hassan was like, I decided to have fun with him. And I told him I'm getting my pilot's license that night. Cops show up on my house, slam my hood on the, my face on the hood of the police car door, whatever, all this crazy shit. And then the story turns out to not be true. And they said, what is that? You know, what's your emotional truth for that one? He was like, well, I was playing pickup basketball with these white guys. And one of them fouled me kind of hard. <laughs> That's hilarious. Crazy. crazy. I get that, crazy, though. Bro. I still think that girl was racist. <laughs> I still think that That's girl was saying, racist. Bro. That's hey, the lemonade. Yo, That's this. the lemonade. I love this. Any girl that rejected me is racist. A lot of Facts, racist though. brown girls out there. I fucking yeah. hate brown Y'all some racist hate bitches, pretty yo. ass brown boys yeah, with I know. green eyes I know. You hate perfect beards. Yeah. Skinny fat. You know what I mean? You ain't seen me with my shirt off. Why you reject me? That's facts, bro. You but imagine I mean? you ask a girl, hey, are you racist? She's going to go, no, I'm not racist. That guy's a liar. She has every incentive to lie. Oh, you know what I mean? Shit. That's true. That's true. I, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're right. I was right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that we could trust <sighs> this girl. I'm going to be honest. I don't think that we could trust this girl. No. I don't think so. No. I, I do. I think we have to we have to meet the husband. Okay. Who's the husband? I mean, bro, who knows? Thank oh, I know. Oh. Hassan. <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. That's who Scooby he's really married to. He's actually not married to a brown woman, doesn't have brown kids. He's married to a blonde haired, blue eyed white girl. Blue eyed white girl. Yes. Scooby Doo. Yeah. Take the mask off. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Joke's great. on you, Akash. Married a brown woman. <laughs> I fucked up. He, you fucked up. You could have actually achieved the American dream. Yeah, which is Alex. White women. <laughs> <laughs> Minorities marrying white women. Yeah, this is the American dream. Uh, Get that plates, anthrax in the mail. Plates, some white plates. powder, baby. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Some white girl. You want some white girl in the mail. It's a metaphor. Dude, did Russell Brand not do a real solid to Hassan this weekend? Because Hassan oh, was going to dominate yeah. the comedy conversation. Oh, yeah. And then Russell Brand came out and he was like, you know what? The British have done enough to Indians over the years. <laughs> yeah, I think that he deserves his reparations. Mm -hmm. And he slid in and Ooh. he just took over the news. <laughs> Do you think that he's been serving out um, Rappuccinos over the last. Don't laugh at that. Bro. <laughs> Sounds like a delicious. Yeah, we can't yeah, that, say that word. Too good. I guess, too good. I guess a Rappuccino? Uh, yeah. Starbucks okay. points right okay. there. <laughs> but do you, How about Rappatui? How about yeah, that? Do okay. you think that he's been serving up Rappatuis over these years? Because we can't say the word because the word. The word is triggering. The word yeah. is triggering. Yeah. triggering. It's we also going to get us demonetized. That's what we really care about. <laughs> so, so, but what do you think his what? scenario has been? <sighs> he might have, I don't know. We'll have to see what the court says and see if they confirm he's been giving out raffle pies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's been serving up warm raffle pies to the women of London. I don't know. Okay, can we go over the stories? Okay. Can we just, what exactly are... So the four women have accused Russell Brand of uh, giving them these Michael Rappaports and no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's a big deal, dude. It's a big deal. No, I'm not Rappaport. Oh, just screaming in their face. Ah. <laughs> no way. Oh, man. Now listen, we've had Russell Brand on the show. I yeah. know this is we've tricky. Had, Why now, didn't you ask him this? Say again. Why didn't you ask him? Well, because. I knew it was true. <laughs> okay, that's why. It would have made the Clearly conversation a little why. awkward. Yeah. It would have made it a little awkward if we you brought it up. We're trying to talk about the metaphysical universe. <laughs> you know? Because in that universe, it's consensual. <laughs> no, okay, let's break this down because we should not be having, uh, you know, the, these kind of funny conversations right now. No, of course not. This is a serious, you know what I mean? yeah. serious issue. Let's just have, just chill the hell out. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Should we have a little drink? Does anybody have any Srapple? <laughs> <That's> it- <laughs> <laughs> what is Srapple? Yo, just a little Snapple. But with some, uh, <laughs> oh, Snapple? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what's your favorite uh, flavor of it? It's funny because uh, do you want to drink is how most of these cases started. So but but, but here's the crazy thing. Yeah. Sober. Well, he the also, sober guy. He used no. to be a drug addict. Not from when these stories are coming out, right? Oh, really? I don't know. I, I thought these are all back in the day when he was a wild boy. He didn't read the article. He met, you didn't read the article. He <laughs> met one of them in a A. Uh, I don't mind you not reading, but I do mind you trying to correct someone who read it. Oh, okay. That I mean, bothered yeah, me. Yeah, that bothered you. me. Thank you. But that's my 70% true right there. This is emotional truth. That is Russell Brand's new excuse, bro. You know what? Russell Brand's new excuse is my emotional truth. My emotional truth is they were about it, yo. 70% of them were about it. There's about 30% of them that are some pretty tart lemonade, but most of them was Sweet tea. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the thing that bothers me about the emotional truth uh, line is that comedy is actually that. Like, if you look at old, like, Borscht Belt stuff, like the one-liners, like, take my wife, please. Yeah. The emotional truth is, uh, my wife can be kind of frustrating, so I'm going to write a joke that is, uh, and by the way, I finally understood that joke. Broussard explained it to us. <laughs> it was, take my wife, for example. That's the sentence that you would normally uh, say. Uh, you know, the, women are amazing. Take my wife, for example. But uh, the women are amazing. Take my wife, please. Please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the emotional truth is, oh, my wife is frustrating. So let me write a joke about yeah. giving her to another man or something. Like that. The emotional truth is there. That's what comedy is: emotional truth. And then you write a uh, sarcastic or a misdirection or a, a fable, a lie, punchline that yeah. satisfies that emotional truth. So I don't even like him co-opting this emotional truth thing. Because if you look at so many of the great comedians, the emotional truth is there. Like you look at Eddie Murphy doing the uh, uh, half, yeah, the half joke. Oh yeah, uh, you know, in Raw, yeah, we're talking about like a woman getting half. Like the frustration that comes out. Look at uh, B- Bernie Mac talking about his three kids yeah, yeah, and what yeah. he would do to the three kids. He's yeah. talking about hitting them. That's the emotional truth. I don't think he's beating up these little fucking kids. I mean, black uh, family. <laughs> fair enough. But he's, he's not scared of those. But, he is scared. <laughs> but let's say, let's say he is. Let's say, for example, he is not doing anything. But he recognizes the emotional truth is it's funny to yeah. say that he would. Well, I'll beat him to the white meat. He's not going to beat oh, you yeah. until that. You exactly. Know what I mean? But it's funnier. Yeah. yeah. Funnier to say it. So I don't like that even being pulled in there because that's. Pure stand-up. Pure stand-up is not lying about victimization. Yes. And then not satisfying it with a joke. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like that, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like that. I also, like one that. other thing with Hassan, I just feel the like- The beard looks great, and he's just a handsome So handsome, guy. and the hairline? It's, it's fantastic. How? How? Fantastic. How? Yeah. I like him. I like also, him. I, she was racist, bro. <laughs> she was fucking racist, Hassan, and don't you ever forget it, yeah. okay? <laughs> it really fucking bothers me. Yeah, dude. That thing really fucking bothers me. Because he became, uh, like, so ingratiated with the Hollywood machine, I also think people are taking it harder on him. You know what I mean? Like, if some, if this if happens to someone If you don't like else, Hollywood, you're using him yeah, like, as the latest... Uh, I think he can be seen as a agent of, like, liberal media. And as a result, there's all these people on the right that are ready to, like, go at him no matter what. I don't even yes. think they really care about... I bet you most of them didn't even see this, but... He's just a tool. Yeah. He's just a tool for them to hammer away at liberal media. But he yeah. also used them to get... You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't... He used it to get where he was and placated them and played to them. Well, that is another thing. to them at all times. Mm -hmm. I think you should always be wary of, and this is on the right or the left, anybody that 100% toes the company line or the party line. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times it's not even party because I think Hassan would push back against Democrats, obviously push back against Republicans. But if if your philosophy is liberal or Republican only 100%, 
you should always be a little bit skeptical of what's going on here because oftentimes that's more of a uh, costume that you're wearing for financial gain. And uh, both sides. This happens yeah. on both sides. And the people who are going to still go to his shows are going to be okay with the fact that it was lies because it serves the truth that they want to hear. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's something, like you said, always be wary of. Uh, I'm sure you've done this a thousand times, but there were certain people on the right wing that wanted to interview me when Bring Back Pooh came out, and I was like, no, you're out of your fucking mind you think I'm doing that. Because I'm not going to be your puppet. Yeah. You're not going to do this to me, where you want an agenda, and then you wrote me into it, and then I'm a part of that. No. I'm going to be an independent human being who thinks straight. Yeah. And, and I, I think if you do that, you're going to get fucked whenever, by the other side, whenever the truth comes out. Look at, look at that integrity. Just... Digging. I'm the best. One. I'm the. I'm the. I'm. I'm a hero. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this. I think this a lot of times happens. With, and the problem is that he did create some really beautiful art. Like I remember watching the first special, and mm -hmm. it was beautiful. It was. It was really yeah. great. Like the, the way that they did it, and it was. Just, it was just really good. And. Um, but I think. I think the problem is. Is like. And you know, we talked about this before. It's like when you're focused on art, you'll try to stay true and authentic to that art. Yeah. And I think when people get caught up in success or the addiction for fame, um, you do anything you can to feed that. The coolest thing you did after Infamous is six months off of stage. Yeah. Six months. Because I wanted it to be pure. I wanted to find the next and thing And what you're I doing now is about. so different and so cool. Yeah. That's not happening if you're chasing something besides the art. Yeah. 100%. And uh, listen, we've got some some huge advantages. We have a very successful podcast mm -hmm. that is going to pay the bills. So we have the ability where we can take time off and find out the next thing that we're passionate about, how we want our art to be reflected, like what we really want to write about. And that takes fucking time. If you just go right back into it, you're just going to rewrite the same version of the last thing you did. Mm -hmm. And... So I think we should take advantage. Not everybody has that. There are some people, they just need to keep pounding the road because they got fucking kids, they got mortgages, they got to yeah. keep doing it. So, um, but uh, this is, I think this is a good example of, wow, that works so well. How can we beat that? What if I don't have a story that's as good as that? Let's say the first one was real. What if you don't have another story that's as good as that? Yeah. Well, that's what people want. We Dude, have to deliver that. I, we've shit on her on this pod and all that, but I will say this. I watched Hannah Gadsby's both, both are specials. The second one, she said something that was very self-aware. She was like, dude, if I had known trauma was going to make me so much money, I wouldn't have used it all up in the first thing. <laughs> and that immediately makes you trust her where you're like, oh, she at least acknowledges. And now she's, then she just does like, the second one is like a comedy special. It's hers, mm -hmm. but it's not like some traumedy thing. It is just yeah. like, we're trying to be funny, whatever. It's personal. But like, I, res I can respect trying to do it differently than that. Exactly. And if you found out that Hannah didn't tell the truth about that thing. About the things that happened. That she had so much success with. Obviously, there would there'd be like this icky feeling. Yeah, and I also think putting the person out, like if she put the person up that did it and was like, here's a picture and it's blurred out mm. and then people were able to dox him and his life got ruined and then came out and none of it was true, yeah. you would look at her and be like, that's fucking crazy. That's crazy, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so I think it's okay to have this reaction. And I think Hassan has to take this and this is the bed you made. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that his career is over. Should he quit stand-up forever? Is no, I think you person? should just go back to doing stand-up. Like, yeah. do stand-up where you can, you know, more take these liberties with jokes. You know what I mean? Like, actually reverse what you're doing. You know, I think he's going, like, here's the tough emotional thing right here, and then there's no joke at the end of it. Like, just use these tough emotional things as the joke. You know what I mean? Like, your daughter finding this powder in it immediately and you know you're finding a powder in an envelope right 
and you having to like remove your daughter so you could snort it, or you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like whatever, that's yeah, yeah. the joke. It's yeah. like, she's already into this, America's corrupting them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Not, oh my God, there's anthrax, the world is so racist, and look what's <laughs> happening to me. Yeah. You know? His next special could be fire. If he goes full lie? If he just opens up, like the way Louie opened up with like, so, how was your year? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. If he's able just to conf confront it and be really honest about what happened, yeah, I think he could, could just bounce back. Yeah, I mean that is the beauty of uh, of stand up and art. It's like you're if you're able to articulate what you were doing, how you did it in an entertaining and fun way, people will listen. Yeah. People listen. Russell, on the other hand, might have a little bit of a hard. So, time. what do we think with the Russell thing? Because obviously, when we when we asked him to come on the pod, you know, we'd seen this guy uh, come to America, and like there was this massive splash when he came. He was so fucking charismatic, um, really funny, mm -hmm. charming, in smart, person, uh, very charismatic, smart, very, of course, yeah. engaging. And then these stories come out. So, there's four stories. There are four different girls that are claiming uh, different. Uh, I don't know, versions of sexual assault and rape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, one girl, it's a age thing. I think they started dating when she was 16. Well, no, there's an assault with that because the age thing, she was 16. Yeah. And then Russell takes interest. They go on dates, whatever. Parents weren't into it. She feels like there was grooming involved, but the age of consent in the UK is 16. So that in and of itself isn't illegal. It's just icky to use your earlier yeah. word. But then she says there was also... Uh, assault within the relationship. I think like, he like uh, made her give him head while she was sleeping or something like that. Something like that. And like, yeah. she's like punching him to get, the story says she's punching him to get her off. He won't do it. He finally does. Right. And then he says, according, allegedly, uh, I just want to see your mascara run away a bit. Oof. Which the verbiage is also sounds like the way an English dude would say it. So you're yeah. like, well, that sounds like familiar wording. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's rough. Also, he wears mascara too. So maybe that's something <laughs> that he's more familiar with. And like, yeah. He just has a greater understanding. You want to see mascara run away? Wash your face, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? um, now, is it, now, her parents didn't approve of the relationship. Right. Uh, is, are they racist? <laughs> I think they are racist. I think they could I be I think racist. he showed up at the door. Yeah. And then her parents were like, yeah. I don't think it's a good fit. Yeah. He was dressed as Osama bin Laden again. No yeah, way. At the time when he went on a date with her. That's no why. No way. They said, we don't want you marrying a, a Saudi Pakistani guy. <laughs> 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 and then they weren't allowed to do it. Nothing to do with Osama. <laughs> no. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. just the fact that he's brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Oh. <laughs> so here's the, the, the thing about it that's obviously tricky is, and he brought up something that I thought was quite interesting. It's when he was working at Channel 4, I guess, which is like a British channel. Mm -hmm. This yeah, is a British, sure. uh, one of the, one news, of the channel. news channels or whatever. Um, I think Channel 4 was one of the uh, organizations behind this expose. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so when I was working for you, you didn't care to do uh, the background yeah. check to yeah. find out if there was any legitimacy mm -hmm. to this. You were arguably uh, protecting me mm -hmm. from some of these allegations. And now that I'm not working for you, now that I'm going against the mainstream media, now that I'm pushing back against the narratives yeah. that you push, all of a sudden you're willing to come forward with this article. Mm -hmm. Which is, I understand. Also, these four women only came out when approached by the journalist. So they weren't coming out on their own accord. No, one of them tried to, well, she went to the clinic and got the anti-rape kit and or the rape kit or whatever She it's got called. the rape kit, but then she chose not to press pursue, charges yeah. and pursue it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it is a tricky situation. And women don't pursue these things for many different reasons. Yes. Okay, there's embarrassment, there's fear. This is like a famous person. Fear makes person. complete sense. 100%. So, and he already did something to me that's like, 100, gonna 100. terrify me forever. 100, but 
Unfortunately, this also does create room for skepticism. When the journalist is tracking down the girls and going, hey, didn't he do something to you? These other girls said he did it. Mm -hmm. Hey, didn't he do something? Hey, didn't he do something? And all of a sudden you're trying, you, you have a specific motive here. The journalist, it appears, doesn't want to find out that he's innocent. Yeah. Her article is he's a predator. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she's going to keep asking people until she finds out that he's a predator. Yeah. Now, we would hope that they have the journalistic integrity if she didn't find out that they were, that she would just go, okay, we're not gonna, we're not gonna post anything, I'm not gonna write this article. But again, you don't know, and there is that wiggle room right there. So this is, this is it's tricky, man. It's really fucking tricky. Do you think his audience will care, assuming that the charges go through and he's not convicted in a court of law because they're not able to prove it, hypothetically? I think it, it stops him from doing anything in like the industry. Mm -hmm. for a long time unless he is uh, exonerated. I think he, he hasn't kind of been given up stuff. on the industry, though. Yeah, he has. He has. It, it might make things tricky, like having a big-time promoter for his tour mm. or putting out a special on a, on a Netflix or an Amazon or something like that. It might make those things tricky. But he can continue to exist... I think online and build his following. Multiple allegations is always a lot. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Now, when he was on on the show, you kind of mentioned that he wasn't very Indian, and he was using Indian ideas. Do yeah, this is like, a thing that uh, is this one of them. Yeah. Do you feel like he's proving his Indian? Is this one of them? Oh, like wow. now, do you believe it? <laughs> I don't know if I believe him more. I don't know if I believe, but I like him more. <laughs> Can he do the Hindu stuff now? Oh, Can you give him a Hindu man. pass? No, that's not Hindu, dude. That's not Hindu. It is a little Indian, but it's not Hindu. <laughs> not Hindu. All right. Let's fucking let's not conflate these two things: the culture and the faith. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Well, oh. Catholics, on the other hand, uh, yeah. they don't know nothing about rapists. Yeah, that's, no, yeah. of course not. Yeah. That's your faith, dude. Yeah, dude. These guys not don't, American. These guys don't know what's going on. Come on, man. Anyway, the uh, so what are we thinking here? What happens to Russell? Hopefully, it's not true. Yes. Like in all these cases, hopefully, women weren't uh, are not victimized. Yes. But uh, what's crazy is I think he gets bigger. Oh, if if he's oh if he's accused, and then. It turns out that it was bullshit. Well, it doesn't even have to turn out it was bullshit. Like a rape conviction is apparently, I didn't even realize this until recently, really hard. It's even hard to get it to trial. So until that happens, it's just going to be, this is bullshit. Nothing is happening. They're not even making it to trial. It just yeah. gets bigger. Yeah. And yeah, he has a voice to fight it. Yes, he does. He has a and platform. A he has everything. Yeah, And a rabid following to to. So that up. that is the truth. That is the truth, though. If, if he... If 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 it look if it turns out he is innocent, he is without a doubt bigger. And not only is he without a doubt bigger, he's now a target. He must be doing something crazy. He must be doing something wild. He must be really yeah, riling silence. up the elites. Yes, exactly. And he can lean into that one hundred percent. Um, and there seems to be enough wiggle room. The fact that none of these women came forward. The the most damning one, obviously, is the girl who went and got the kit. Yeah, done. And she got a rape kit done. And uh, I would assume that there would be DNA from both parties on that. Mm -hmm. No? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She would still have to prove that it was not consensual, and this is going to be a he said, she said situation, and this is yeah. probably why it's important that there are other women involved. But at the same time, you don't know if there's enough evidence, especially this many years later, to prove that. Mm. It's a tricky one, yo. Yeah. yeah. Even talking about this shit is tricky. Like, yeah. You want to make jokes, but it's, you know. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? We're kind of the victims in this. Yeah, like, like we're. We, yeah, we can't even get the jokes off, we want to say. So we're many, being silenced. Yeah, we're being silenced. Why are they silencing us, dude? <laughs> They're fucking silencing so, us, man. I've been trying to make a joke about grape juice for the last five <laughs> minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to tie both together. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was double dutching. Right? <laughs> I wish you could zoom in all of our heads throughout this whole comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to Al's head. He's like, He's thinking about grape juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that all they think about? Oh my god! Fuck, man. Ooh, 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 ooh. Can we just can we just lighten things up, dude? Yeah. Can we? Yeah, dude. All right, let's go. Do you want to talk about a beautiful wedding that we went yeah, to? Yeah, talking about consensual, consensual relationships. Things. Yeah, let's do dude, that. Dude, weddings are the fucking best. They're the best. They are the absolute best. Um, everybody, get married. Get married. If you can, if you have that opportunity, well, just to, get to the right person, you know, even to the wrong person, <laughs> no, don't, 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 no. the wedding don't. is probably dope. Yeah, because <laughs> if it's to the wrong person, then it ends. You get to run it back. Run it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the wedding itself is probably dope because you're probably filled up with so much love, joy, and excitement that you think they are the right you person know, that yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um. You see what I'm saying? But like, oh, weddings are fucking so. So, so we went to Derek Poston and Sam Poston's wedding, and um, I love calling her Sam Poston now. Oh, of course, oh, she's Poston great. from. Come on, mm-hmm. and it was just awesome, and it was uh, it was so much fun. And Miles is look being the most possibly distracting human <laughs> being in the world while tr- trying to not get in front of the the camera lenses, which we really appreciate, Miles. Thank you very <laughs> <All right>. much. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he crawled under a tripod. I yeah, mean, that's, that's, crazy. that's crazy. That was crazy. Anyway, so um, how many times do you think he cried? If you had to guess, I three. cried two times. I would guess three. Two times. Over under would have been at three. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I cried at Derek. Oh no, yeah. three. You're oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I know my guy. Yeah. Dude, I have five. a feeling we're gonna find God. out about one more. No, 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 no. Three, 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 three. Solid. Your three guess is four. I, I, my guess was six at least. <laughs> I mean, I lost it a couple of times. Like, I lost it. Derek's speech was so beautiful. Also, write your own vows. It's difficult and it will be annoying, but you will be I so happy you did it. Sure. Respect. Thank you. I, I mean, they were amazing. And, um, but yeah, I cried at Derek's and then I cried at uh, Asan's speech. Asan Ahmad. So Asan had a, is a comedian, uh, best friend of Derek, and he had this beautiful uh, speech. And uh, what's up? No, I thought you were talking about Hassan. No, no, no. Hassan wrote an honest speech. Hassan yeah, speech. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hassan definitely will tell people he was there. Yeah. And it was his favorite, right? 100%. Um, and we, yeah, and it was just beautiful. It was just this great, you know, he, you could tell he really loved his boy. He's choking up during it. And uh, so that's two. There's two. And then, uh, then, one, other, no, then one other time. No, nah, Sam's ain't get me, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Sam's ain't get me. <laughs> Sam's ain't get me. I heard Sam's was great. Sam's was fantastic. It was great, yeah. dude. It, she, her opening line was like, it was like out of a fucking novel. Like it yeah. was just beautiful. But I think Sam kind of like warmed me up. Mm-hmm. And then Derek just fucking haymakered <laughs> me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was going first is uh, is, is tough. Opening the show. Yeah, yeah. Open opening the show. Bullet. You got the bullet. Bullet. Uh, the bullet bounce. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was beautiful. Her speech was beautiful, and like they were both so happy. There's a video I have of like Derek seeing Sam for the first time walk down the stairs. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, he just goes full retard in the video. Like his tongue is sticking out. He's going like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like he was just hungry. Golden dude. retriever, like, dude. He was going yeah. through it. Yeah. He was crying. He's wiping his eyes. I got to show you the video. <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable. And uh, he was just so happy. He's crying the whole time. Oh, it was just get, go to weddings. Wait, what's the third time? What's the third time? Tell you guys after, man. Tell you guys after, man. You know what I mean? Okay, go, go, go. What about you? It's just fun to go to weddings and watch you the whole time because you're the only one at the wedding in your mind. You know what I mean? It's just awesome. Like they're doing the vows, like he's crying and Strolls is just fist bumping in the back. Like it just not even aware. He's just like so fired up. He's like, yes. Love is awesome. <laughs> Love is awesome. Yeah, you really dude. get it after you get married. I, I Weddings were always fun for me, but then after you get married, you're like, yo, these are the best days of my friends' lives. Yeah. I hated that I had to miss this wedding. I'm sorry, Derek. I'm sorry, Sam, but fuck. Sorry, I was. Man. I love weddings. Uh, Indians love a meal, dude. If there's they, a free meal going on, <laughs> they'll pull up. No, uh, we love weddings. I will say this, though. When you when you come, it's a step down from the Indian wedding, usually, in terms of like the food. and uh, like, But the speed, the, the quickness. The quickness of this oh, wedding was, yeah. was Oh, no, your shit is... Yeah, 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 yeah. We in and out. I mean, you're standing there, you're having, you're hanging out, having a drink, crying within three minutes, and then dancing within seven. It's awesome. Food in between. Yeah, let's get it going, right? Not fucking running laps or whatever we did at your <laughs> yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like, Our shit is... Y'all didn't do nothing. Our shit is like... <laughs> yo, up and yo, didn't we have to do yeah. laps? The, the, the Indian, the, the Indian 500. That's what they call it. Indian 500. Indian 500. Indian 500. But yeah, we y'all didn't do laps. I did laps. That's right. No, you guys did the laps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the Gurdwara. Gurdwara, yeah, yeah. And you won, though. I want the record to show. Well, no, the man leads. Come on. If you look at the photo finish... We're brown. Yeah. She was she was getting close, and then right at the end, you went like that, and then you won. That was awesome. I like that. It was just so dope. Now, you had an interesting observation we were talking, and you were, you were reflecting on this wedding and versus yours, mm -hmm. and if you feel comfortable sharing. Yeah, of course. My wedding was just very structured. It's a Catholic wedding. There was so, one black person at this wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least. Actually, you were right. <laughs> no, no, there was a few. There was a few. All of Derek's family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Half of Derek's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've recently gotten more black friends, so I would have invited them okay. had I known. But I got married before, you know what I mean? Buzzer, yeah. buzzer beater. Anyway. But... Catholic wedding is very, uh, very structured, very regimented. You don't really do your own vows. It's yeah. just kind of like ascribed to you. And then you just kind of have to say what is given. Mm -hmm. And looking back, I'm like, man, it would have been fun yeah. to do some time. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. Just yeah. like, it's, you know, the, the, the time is good. You know, get to work out some bits. And it would have been good to, to actually be vulnerable, I feel like. Watching your boys be gay is awesome. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great thing. Watching your boys just cry yeah. in front of everyone is just the best just feeling. Profess their love yeah. for the person that you already know they love so much, yeah. and then hearing that person that you might not be as close to talk about how amazing your boy is and how in love with your boy she is. Yeah, because obviously we're closer to Derek than we are Sam. We love Sam, but you know we don't have, we don't go on the road every weekend with her. So hearing how much she loves our boy. We're like, oh, hell yeah, you yeah. got the one. That's you awesome. got a great one. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's one of those things that I think that definitely Derek's wedding, my wedding, which is probably weren't as traditional in terms of like the religiosity with it because that was in some ways removed. But at the same time, Derek's mom blessed mm -hmm. the wedding. She had this beautiful speech. And like, I guess it, it was more about our love. And less about like, I think sometimes parents get involved. I've been in certain weddings where it's just like, this, this is a wedding for the parents. Yeah. And like, or for God or, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that can subtract from those moments between the people who love each other. Yeah. And 
the reason why I'm at weddings now is I, I need to see that raw, unfiltered love, bro. Yeah, I need yeah. to see two people go at it because they know this is the time. Yeah. You get to say how you feel about that person in front of other people and you better come correct. That's the speech molly. That's what you want, bro. You want the verbal yes. molly, bro. Yes, bro. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I oh, love oh, it. Oh, hi. Oh, yeah, geez. I get wedding crashers now. I never understood the concept. That's, that's not why they're crashing. They're not? No, they're, why? Trying, they're trying to hook up with I think this movie's Sex. called <laughs> do the vows again. Bro, do the vows again. I, I need to see more vows, dude. I need to see people renew their vows. Yeah. I like well, that. That's what I'm going to do. Renew your vows. Yeah, I think every five years. Exactly, because that's what we really want is five. vows. Yo, you know yeah. what? If you celebrate, I don't know if y'all, anniversary, like party where your friends and family get mm -hmm. together, you should have to do a speech there. Yeah, that's what I want to do. If everybody's gathering around to oh. celebrate your love, you got to tell each other how you feel for real. Yeah, I think it's a good reminder. I think it's good to show your kids. Your kids get to go and be like, oh, wow, our parents really love each other. This is so cool. And then you get to invite all your new friends that you've made over the years all to this thing. Yeah. Totally. And then the other benefit for me is that it doesn't have to be necessarily as religious. So, like, there's no, like, pressure to do it in a church. I could just go to, like, an awesome venue. Get a boat somewhere, ride around, yeah. and then do vows and then party. It's a sick birthday party. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's a birthday for your new life. And that's awesome. You guys are one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys have birthdays. Oh, now. yeah. This is, yeah. You're, you start, you're at zero when you get married. That's yeah. your new life. Yeah. You're age zero, and then every year is the end And then you get to restart the honeymoon period. Yeah, like, because you're reflecting on how much you love that person, how much they love you, and now you just want to pour into each other again. Yeah. A billion awesome. dollar business we just thought of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, and then on top of that, as your net worth grows, you can also do better and better parties. Mm. My wedding is very small and kind of cheap. Your I had kids, no money. You're, you're not factoring in kids. Probably going to get shittier and shittier, actually. But maybe more fun because then you got the kids in the mix. Yeah, your so third anniversary. He's at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Maybe the most fun, actually. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break real quick because we gotta talk. Look, if you are ever, God forbid, wrongfully injured in a car accident, it sucks. You got medical bills, you got doctor's visits, and you have to deal with insurance companies on top of everything else, which is hard. There is one thing you can do that is easy, and that is checking out Morgan & Morgan. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide and more than 800 lawyers, but what matters more is that they've recovered over $15 billion for over 300,000 clients. $15 billion, you know how crazy of an amount that is? Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation, and this is the most important part. Their fee is free unless you win. Do you understand that? Their fee is nothing unless you win. So as hard as it is to go through all the shit that comes with getting wrongfully injured, submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy and that's what matters. So if you are ever injured, God forbid, you can go to Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free, like I said, unless you win. And for more information, go to forthepeople.com slash flagrant or dial pound law. That's pound 529 on your cell phone. Again, that is forthepeople.com slash flagrant or pound law, pound 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. That's how you know they're thorough. They've been making me say that. You've like, y'all didn't know already. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break real quick. And you know what this blue lighting means? It means it's time for blue chew. PEDs, performance enhanced dicks. And you know you need one of them. Stop acting like you don't. Your dick game ain't that great. I heard women talk. Y'all ain't shit in the bedroom, but you don't have to be. All you got to do is go to Blue Chew, and if you go to bluechew.com slash flagrant, you get your first shipment for free. You know what that door was? That was a dude. 
that heard about Blue Chew opening up. Listen, hey, how can I have better dick? You knew his dick is trash. He's closing it mad and meekly right now, little bitch. Anyway, my dick ain't shit. Your dick ain't shit. Let's be honest. Ladies, your man's dick ain't shit, even if he's a good guy. Let's be honest. So what you do is you go to BlueChew.com. First shipment is free. All you got to do is pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's it. Promo code flagrant. BlueChew.com. Promo code flagrant. First shipment is free. Now let's get back to the show. Yesterday, we had a little... Um friendly competition. Obviously, you know, we are New York City's pre-meal, pre-meal. <laughs> pre-meal is the new ad guy. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Obviously, we are New York City's premier paddle ambassadors. Paddle, if you will. Yeah. Though I think we might switch it back to paddle. We'll have a conversation nah, with that. <laughs> so we went and played paddle. It was Mark Dove. We should probably get Dove in for this conversation. Just text him so he can come in. And Alex Media, we go. Um... I almost didn't get to go, my boy. Why? I didn't really ask the wife. You know, it was a, it was a uh, day with yeah, the wife. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, great group text. Oh yeah, yeah. Should we go through the group text? This the group guy, text is kind of funny in real time. This guy had permission. Be- that's that's something I wasn't ready for. Permission. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are Son. we doing anything? Because I was gonna go hang out with my friends unless I was doing something less fun with you. <laughs> Just let me know. So overzealous. Okay, so here's the way I looked at it, right? I'm a, I need a workout. I've been eating bread all weekend, right? Yeah. I need to get a workout on. So I figure we might as well do Padel because it's a way more entertaining workout. Mm-hmm. It's way more fun than like going down to the gym and fucking jogging or something like that. Mm-hmm. So my wife, she knows that I'm going to work out. So I'll be like, all right, instead of going to the gym, I'm just going to go play Padel. What's the difference? You're There's gone no for an difference. hour. There's no difference. You're gone for an hour. I'm going for an hour plus another hour. Yeah. When I'm with you and she's not there. Also, commute time, cup, you know what I mean? Oh, 30, 30 minutes back and forth. Three times as long. Yeah. yeah but yeah. in my mind, there's no time difference fitness whatsoever. Fitness, fitness is fitness, yeah, right? Fitness dick in your mouth. Come on. Yeah. Come on I didn't bro. say who or what. I didn't say who or what. You didn't catch me. You didn't catch bro, me. Bro, I would have put that in my vows if I could run it back. Yo, you have to catch your, your bro. I almost got caught big time, bro. I almost got caught on Instagram. This dude, this dude got me. It was so close. I mean, I'm talking about buzzer beater. I have to get it up, and then we're going to get back to this Padel story real quick. But this was at the buzzer. I saved myself. My man hits me up. He goes, yo, man, I've been listening to these lectures by a professor uh, named Howard Dietz for a few years now. And last week in his live stream, he mentioned you as a as a pioneer in New York's third golden age of comedy. Oof. Now, it tapped into my ego, and I was like, finally, these professors, these professors finally are teaching some real shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? These professors are finally pointing out greatness. Mm -hmm. Third golden age, of course. And then I was like, hold on one second. Let me just make sure, let me just make sure that this person's real. So I Googled Howard Dietz, right? There ain't no Howard Dietz, it's Michael Dietz. My ego is still leading me astray, and I was like, well, maybe it's Michael Howard Dietz or something like that. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm all in at this point. Yeah. I'm all in. I go to YouTube to, tr- to try to see if I can find a professor. No professor. And I go, Howard Dietz nuts in your mouth. Holy shit, this guy was good. And I said, I, I hit him back. I was masking. I was masking. I was like, ha, ha, ha. Thought you could catch the king? He goes, I thought I had it in the back. I go, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> if you Google it, that's a half get. I think so it's a he, half get. I, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't get him with the who. I didn't get him with yeah, who, but for real. He, that, was, that, was, that was solid. That was very solid. Okay, Padel. Dove got called in, so I think I know how this went. Okay. Oh, no, how'd it go? How'd it go? I mean, it's, you know, it's not a competition. We're just playing for fun, really, when you think about it. We were at Paddle House in Dumbo. Fantastic facility. 
fantastic facility with very bouncy flexi glass walls. They're opening one up in Hudson Yards. If you, you guys, there's one in there. there's one in Hudson Yards. Oh. Yeah, which is uh, very far. I will never go there to play Padel, and I'll never getting go. them to Brooklyn. It was already crazy. Oh, you want bro, to build the one traffic. First it's the San Janeiro Festival. The traffic on Canal is brutal. Elitist, you can't do this. Guy. Also, the Brooklyn people. I just fucking. It's the worst, bro. Okay, right, it's the worst. Not natives. If you're a Brooklyn transplant, you suck. Ah, that's, ah, all right, that seems. Ah, so you're kind targeted. of talking about my yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's just <laughs> if you're a book and transplant from like some some state like Florida, yeah. if you're just like from some fucking state like Florida and Brooklyn, get fucked. <laughs> Hyper specific. Now here's the thing. What happened? Why don't you guys just say what happened? What what do you what happened? I'll be honest. I had a bad day, bro. Mark was in the spin cycle on the pedal. I had a bad bro. day. It right. was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Have you never experienced Mark in this state? Yeah. This yesterday was bad. Mark, we played over the weekend. Mark is a fucking superhero, okay? We played when we were out in Long Island, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot. That's not fair. You've Again. been taking lessons. No, in tennis, a real sport. It's the same thing, bro. No, it's not. It's clearly not. We play you the have tennis, to hit bro. this. You have to Alex, hit the ball Alex, so don't different. do this real sport thing. We are doing that. Are Until we? I get good, and then it's real. Okay. <laughs> then Alex is real. pretty horrible. <laughs> No, and better than Mark. He's Again, not even not, close. It's no, not, no, even, no. not even close. On my worst day, I won more games than you yesterday. Yeah, but I carry you. I had to carry you. I won more games. I, can, I had to put you on my back. <laughs> you my little baby bird. Wait, I, had you know, to put I, you I won with back. Dove and I won with you. No, no, no. Yes, I did. I was having a fun. I beat bro. you. No, you didn't. Dove, did we not beat them? We beat you the first time. Come on, son. Okay. We wanted to then run it back. And I'm a beginner. Okay, because I knew Mark was in his head. I was having a bad game. First of all, who won the most? Let's just acknowledge. Andrew won the most. Thank you. That, yeah. So that's just baseline before y'all talk shit. Second of all, you try to do all this tennis stuff out there. It's really adorable. Like when, <laughs> when he swings, he goes like this. Like It's really funny. Like on his forehand, when he's, you can tell he's been taking lessons. When he swings, he goes, he goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they told him. Exaggerated. <laughs> you hold the ping pong paddle, bro. Just tap that shit. Get it you heard him grunt, right? So he'd be grunting. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 so, beautiful. But that's how I was taught. So anyway. it's like, it's fucking motor memory. Anyway. Muscle we, memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I call myself. Anyway, so we play a few games. Do you appreciate the game more now? Yeah. No, the it's game fun. is fun. It's really fun. It is very different in tennis, obviously. Yes. It's a fun and game. And te tennis is more, no, but now do you realize that it is more sport than it is game? Yeah. Tennis yeah, is yeah, full on sport, 100%. But it's way more sport than pickleball. Pickleball like, is game. Yes. Especially and for him, it's a contact sport. He almost smashed the plexiglass oh, into the wall the whole time. He was playing hockey. It was. I mean, I, I go hard. His <laughs> face print is still on the side of the plexiglass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at it, you can see his face just pressed into the side. Can we so. talk about this emotional, um, or I don't even know if it's, it's more of a psychological. Yeah, go deep down uh, the just wormhole that you were in. What was going on? I have no idea. Was what was happening in your head? Disconnect. From mind and body. That's really what it is. Disassociation, full on. And then you started playing prevent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were trying to prevent the fuck up. So, like, he was like just trying to get it over. Mm. And then when you fuck up doing that, then you're out. You get very in your head. I, Bro, I get that. This used to happen to me when I would play soccer when I was younger. Interesting. I would have an amazing game and then just random, I'd wake up and I just wouldn't, I wasn't there. And were you worried about what we would think of you? Like, what? where was yeah. the insecurity coming from? Everything. Uh, maybe what, what I think of coming myself. to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. talk about how bad he played. About this no, because exactly. he murdered this it. There was a, literally the weekend when we were in Long Island, he was murdering yeah. it. You actually helped. I was Why? there. It is weird the moments he chooses to be sympathetic, isn't it? No, this <laughs> like, is not. He's, nice. really, he's really being nice right now. Because he needs yeah, teammates when he plays, and then he targets all the other people <laughs> besides me. I hate you with a passion. You didn't target me once. <laughs> with a passion, I hate him. With a passion, I hate him. 
Come on. Wait, wait, wait. Right what do you mean? Also, also, that's Dove, what he wants we're going to get back to this. We're going to get, but Dove is a total pussy. He's clearly <laughs> the person who's played the most. Alex and him are playing on the same team, and it's like match point or something like that. And in match point, the defending team gets to decide who gets the serve. And Dove was going to let Alex get the Fucking serve. Fucking lie. Tell him that's a lie right blow, now. Yeah. And blow it for his team. Tell that, him. That's not and true. And blow that's it for his true, team. Right? He was going to let Alex lose that's the match. Has. That's all he has. He was going to let Alex so lose the match. I got right now. What are you doing? Thank you, Alex. Fucking victimization oh, bullshit. You get out of here. But you're the victim here, Alex. <laughs> you're the victim. I'm the beginner. Um, and I'm busting ass. Okay, Dove, Dove. Okay, so we go through this. So you're in your head. This happened a little bit. You're yeah. saying, I got you out of it. How did I get you out of no, it? No, you helped. Because you, you said, because you acknowledged that it was happening. Oh, yeah. If I, if I, because my thought is like, oh, I don't want to ruin it for everyone. I'm ruining it for yeah. you. I'm ruining it for my teammate. Yeah. And my failure is, is affecting everyone, and yeah. that's awful. So yeah. he's Coach Prime out there. But he helped. Telling, like, he looked at me and goes, yeah. oh, just keep on thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to keep on thinking about it, you could ruin the whole game. Just keep thinking about it. And I was like, oh, he knows I'm not doing good. That means now I have yeah. permission to do good. And then I hit the ball against the wall. I, I, I faulted, essentially, or I, what is it called? Um, lost a point? Yeah. I don't know what the terminology, but it's right against the wall. Mm -hmm. And uh, I pretended like I was doing that to support him. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't. I wasn't doing that to support yeah, yeah, him at all. Yeah, yeah, he was just fucking like uh, rubbing off on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bad vibes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's a weird thing, but I, I, I feel like I got out of it towards the end. Yeah, you, know? you did. And yeah. we won, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but rough, though. But it was rough. I'm not going to lie. When Alex and I played together, we bust ass. it was dominant. Yeah. It was dominant. Come on, no, we so. could run that back. I was playing with a broken mark. Yeah, like yeah, was, yeah. we can run that back. Wow. I, I have PTSD. I wow. shell shock. No, no, <laughs> I think Alex good. and that's I good. had good teamwork. I, that's what I would chalk yeah. it up to. I think well, we yeah. had good teamwork, and you guys were both trying to jockey no. for who was going to, you know, score the most when points. When you and Alex, Alex, you, Alex you I had no ego. No, it's no yeah. ego because you played up against the net, and then Alex disappeared. And so when he wasn't there, that's when you. Are you, are you Damn, really going? Are you yes. really going to sit there? Yes, you gonna let that happen? Yeah. Every every person who played against you targets you because you're yeah. the worst on the yesterday, court. Yesterday, I was <laughs> like, yesterday you I was are the worst. worst. Yesterday, I was the worst. So, and Andrew, Andrew will you come to me? your side. And I your ball. you. And yeah. then Dove hit me with the ball once, really close proximity, slammed it right in my fucking chest, yeah. and then apologized immediately after, like a little bitch. Now you do that. He did it on purpose, and he's like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 that's part of the Now rules. you do, do it, and then shit. you just give him one of these. That's tennis. You just hit the motherfucker. That's it. That's all you do. Mm. I don't wave my hand up it's like that. It's like a that. very phony, like, yeah. Uh, you also could have just blocked it. Yeah, I could have. Damn. How yeah, many more, bad, how many more bad days does Mark get till I'm back in the group chat for this? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's true. Dove yeah. kept you out of the group chat. I was like, we should ask Miles. And then Dove goes, I have a friend. <laughs> how Damn, fucked dude. up is that? It's a lie. Damn. Your name did not come up. God uh, damn. Yes, it did. I said Alex. I said Why Alex. Why did you say Alex said Miles? He's blacker. <laughs> blacker. blacker. No, we said yeah. Alex and Miles. <laughs> nope. And then you probably said Alex. No, you said Alex. I wanted you, to be honest. <laughs> He's been yeah. He He's doing it again. No, I know. He's doing it again. Am I sonic? He's doing it again. Yeah, yeah. Honestly? Yeah. You know, it's a little Palmer, dude. It's fine. Dude, am I a solving right now? <laughs> <laughs> You're making a mixed drink. Don't dude, worry about uh, it. Dude, a solid Palmer. <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Um, so the, the question is now, uh, do we... Create teams and have like a real a tournament, tournament and then film it. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, is Akash willing to play? Can I have Akash. 
Oh, I, okay, that's fine. We'll be. I've never played, so we'll probably be the worst. But you have played the most tennis. You're the best at tennis. Too. But I, dude, that was high school. I barely played in the last we 10, got 15 years. We no, got it. They're it's gonna fine. count us out. It's that's so fine. much. Just this would be it. so fun if we Let's won. I just signed uh, Jamil up for open play or for uh, the clinic. He's gonna join. When is the tournament? Well, I don't know. We have to figure it out. But we ought to get a little more playing down. Yeah. Yo, right. NYC Padel, man. The ambassadors. We're the ambassadors of NYC Padel. Akash and Miles might take the whole thing, dude. Bro, that'd be so You guys are the Arnold, Arnold Palmer of Padel. <laughs> <laughs> you look at you guys together, you're like, yo, mix these guys up. That's what you need. Yeah, dude. No, we're, we're going to run it back. Let's play. We'll film I just, it. Uh, yeah, I had to okay. stop playing tennis because an FBI informant really just <laughs> ruined my career, dude. No. Yeah. Is that I true? I was a terrorist. It was a whole thing, yeah. And then you had to stop playing? Yeah, I had to stop playing, man. Just really, I'm a, I'm a victim, dude. Mm, Jesus. Uh, such a victim. Must yeah. be difficult. You know who's not a victim? Deion Sanders. Mm. Never sees victor, himself like bro. that. He's victor. a victor. Oh, I love it. What a legend. What a fucking legend. Dude, thank you for that compliment, dude. You said I'm Coach Prime out there. I you, appreciate you were, that. Yeah. He was bigging me up. I was like, oh shit, I'm good at this. Well, you shit. were balling. Yeah. We we aced them. Yeah. It was four I mean, zero. No, we can run that back. I'm nah, telling it was you. Four zip. It was four zero. Four zip. Get me on a we're good day. We're playing best of four. Get me games. on a good day. Get four me on a good day. But then I played with Dove and then we four zero you. Nah, nah, I didn't force it. We did. The first game we oh. four zero, and that's why you're like, nah, fuck that, running back, same teams. And you stopped doing the you whole lost rotation. Four straight games? <laughs> yeah, oh. you did. yeah, you did. It was, no, it was 4 1. No, no it we won one. We won one. No, we won one. I don't think it was, no, it was threes. I think it was 3 3, and then they won no, no, 4 no, 3. That's the second game. Second game. I don't know what's happening. It went like that. But right. anyway, we'll run it back. I know in tennis, if you beat someone, not like they have zero games, when you call it bailing them. Yeah, we bageled yeah, you. Yeah, you bageled them. Yeah, we bageled so. them. Anyway, the point is, Deion Sanders is one of these human beings that has existed uh, in history that has an unbelievable gravitational force yes. uh, whenever he does anything. Yes. It, now, obviously, he did it with immense skill when he was playing sports, right? Yeah. He was a showstopper. You had to watch him. He was so exciting. I mean, the guy was so exciting that you would watch him play defense. That's really rare. Yeah. Think about that. And watch him play defense in a position when the better you are, the less you're targeted. Yes. That's crazy. The entire time at the Cowboys, he never, I used to be mad because I was young. He would never get interceptions and then you got older and you're like, oh, they just, oh, they didn't, just don't throw it. it. Yeah. There's a, um, and uh, I still cared. Yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah. interesting. We're watching him not play. Yeah. <laughs> That's how interesting he is. But it just goes to show he is just one of those individuals that is born in history that has a gravitational force around him and you just can't keep your eyes off. He is a star. He is the it factor. It's yeah. all those things you speak about with like Hollywood superstars, whatever it is, that is Deion Sanders. And when you match that confidence and bravado with success, yeah, oof. we're all in. Storm. You're, you're talking about like Conor McGregor when he's just blasting through everybody in a lightweight. Now it's day. early and they, they played Colorado State who they should have, They were, I think the spread was 23. They mm-hmm. were by 20 and they only won by seven with a comeback in overtime, I think, mm-hmm. but like- still. And they lost one of their key guys. Yeah, that was, it was a cheap shot against Travis Hunter, who's along with Deion's son, Shadur, is probably the second best player mm-hmm. on the team. It was a cheap shot. Took and he's a two-way court. player. That's the and thing he plays about- both sides, yeah. yeah. So I do think that affected the, the way the game turned out, but yeah, this, the guy's fucking unbelievable. I just hope he keeps it going. And it'd be awesome to see him keep it going for, for you know, right now we have no reason to think that he won't, but outside of football, he's just this amazing, human being like anytime he talks you want to listen yep anytime he's on the tv you want to watch yep you want to see him react to things everything that he does is interesting in the best way he's like the positive version of a 24-hour uh twitch streamer 
Mm. Like it's not car crash, car crash, car crash. It's motivation, motivation, motivation. Yeah. Success, success, success. It is possible to do it. You just need to be that much more talented to do it with positivity and success. Dude, he's a less divisive Trump. Yo. Yeah, Trump really divides everyone. It prime divides you a little bit, but for the most, most part, people we're all in the on middle. it. Bro, oh, getting his mom on. there. Did you see that? No. He goes, because he did this, I don't know if it was post or pre, but he does the thing about it. They talked about me. You could talk, the th three things oh, you can't man. talk about. You can't talk about me. You can't talk about you guys. You can't talk about my mama. And he had his mom there with them in the locker room. <laughs> and his mom talks. I just told him to be yourself. And sometimes you need to kick ass. So get out there and kick ass. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my, I'll run through a fucking wall for this guy. <laughs> and I mean, this is what's also brilliant is he's always, you're, as a college coach, you were always recruiting. Next year's class, you got to recruit. Everybody right now wants to go to Colorado. So, so here's the thing. This is the, this is the Elon Musk marketing version of recruiting. If Elon is the ambassador, the mascot for Tesla, he doesn't need to put an ad in the Super Bowl. He doesn't yeah. need to put an ad on you know, the NBA games. He doesn't need to spend all this money on marketing. He's the marketing. He is the mascot CEO. Prime is getting so much attention yeah. on his team. If you're an NFL prospect, you definitely want the eyeballs because yeah. you're going to get the eyeballs. Yeah. I haven't watched a college football game ever. Yeah, dude, I was- In its entirety, ever, probably. I've watched pieces of it. When you grow up in New York, yeah. football's not popular, one, and never college sports are not popular. That's just so crazy. It's I know. So I've, I've watched pieces, but like a full start to finish, maybe one of the, what is it, the national championship game or something like that because I was at a party, but like full, no. I'm invested in Colorado all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm invested, and that is a function of him. So if I'm a young athlete, one, I want to play for greatness. If you're telling me, I'm a young defensive specialist. You're saying I'm a young corner coming out of high school. You're telling me that I'm going to any other school besides Deion Sanders. Yes. There's, it's, no, no, you're not, you're I not. can learn from the greatest to do it. And on top of that, now you see what his son is doing at quarterback. Woo. And you're like, bro, if I'm a quarterback, he Woo. clearly knows how to coach quarterbacks. Look what he did with his son. Mm -hmm. So this is what you were saying about like, you don't have to advertise and recruit as much. It's like Nick Saban for Alabama, who's been maybe the, probably the greatest college coach ever, probably. Uh, he doesn't really have to get out there and recruit as much as he did because, you know. Because the wanna, program recruits. Dion did that without a championship. He's three games in to being at a good, like a like a big-name college. And three games in, recruits are watching him bring his mom out. Next year's recruits for a speech and being like, I like that guy. I want to play, play for that guy. Mm. Now, here's the Crazy. question. Warren Sapp's already on the coaching staff. Mm -hmm. How many other either NFL coaches or ex-NFL players decide – you know what? I don't want to deal with these pain in the ass professional athletes making way more than me, telling me to go fuck myself, telling me I can't tell them what to do, et cetera. I would rather take slightly less money. I mean, if you got a real name, maybe it's, I, and again, I don't know the pay differential when it comes to assistant coaches, but take less money for way less headache, way more fun, yeah. and way more excitement for the players. And please believe, I'm assuming Colorado if they continue to have this type of success, is not only gonna generate more revenue for the program, but might get more TV revenue if you're getting more marquee games, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that how it works? Yeah, I, so I think you have a contract and then um, there's probably bonuses built in, but when your contract is up, you can renew. So he's gonna make Colorado so much money if he stays there for them and to renew. And then you can afford to you know, grow the program. Yeah. And what if you get some of these guys? Yeah, dude, fuck. And if you're at, like Chad Ochocinco, I don't know if he has any interest in coaching, but he's so charismatic. Oh, Recruiting, yeah. 
Not even a fucking question. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go to me or Jimbo Fisher at AM? But also, <laughs> think about me? that like playing for your heroes. Oh, yeah. In yeah, college. that's fine. That's fine. The yeah. only thing I'm a little bit worried is that so Dion does a great job in terms of balancing confidence and motivation, but the players I'm starting to see are kind of just like a whole lot of confidence. And if that team with all the eyes on it, I think they might turn heel where people are going to be like, yo, this is y'all too confident. I talking too much. And now they're just going to want to see them lose. You know what I think, you know, I think will, will happen is, uh, Connor was a face as long as he was winning. Everybody was rocking for him. You want to continue to watch Connor when he was knocking people out Mm -hmm. in tremendous fashion. It's justified. Just for the arrogance was justified. The confidence was justified. And we like to follow that leader in that regard, like as human beings. But the second the arrogant, confident person loses, we love to pile on. Yeah. So I think that what you're describing might happen with casuals after a loss. Mm. But if they continue to win the way that they're winning, and yeah, granted it was a close game against a team that they should have maybe yeah. blown out. But if they continue, I don't see any reason why people will resent them. To Mayweather. But, but here's the thing Mayweather with Mayweather. Mayweather kept winning, and then it got to a point where people just wanted to see him lose. But Mayweather won in a way that people didn't want to see. Uh, if, if When Mike Tyson Mike was just Tyson, knocking, knocking people loved, out. Yeah, do whatever he loved. Loved it. Mm. So I, you got to knock him out. It, it can't be win off of... You can't keep doing this. You're favored by 23, you skate by, you eek by, you keep, but like what they did to TCU, who I think it was also a close game, but they were good and you, you beat them and nobody saw that coming. We're going to love it. Uh, this weekend, the schedule's going to, this, this weekend, schedule's you know what it is? Talk to us. Oregon. At Ranked Oregon. 10th Big one. at Oregon, which if Oof. everyone knows that, that's the loudest stadium and it's a smaller one. That is. Next week's harder after that. USC. USC, ranked number five. five. They have the Heisman. They got the best quarterback yeah, they've Better got to- than Shador, maybe Caleb Williams. So that's when you need the Travis Hunter kid back, and you need him playing on both sides of the ball. He's out for weeks, I think. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, let's go. This is what teams are built to do. Yeah. All right. Let's do some picks. Let's do some prize picks. Uh, your boy kind of got smoked last weekend. I ain't gonna lie. I thought I'd be nice, but uh, I got I got kind of smoked. So we need to go with the Akash locks right now. Okay. Okay. Prize picks. Make sure y'all go do it. Dance with us. Time to dance, Akash. Okay. Babe. Hit it. Chargers and Vikings are playing next week. They say Justin Herbert is going to have 295.5 passing yards, more or less. I think he's going to have less. Done. I just, next one. Yeah, I think Dak Prescott, they got 227.5 passing yards against the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are really bad. I think Dak will have more than that. Done. And then Miles Sanders, the running back for the Carolina Panthers, they say 12.5 receiving yards. I think that's easy enough to beat. I think that's just something you got to go with. So I'm going to bet... $20 to win 100 Wow. 5X. Okay, so those are the Akash locks. Um, honestly, never has gone wrong, ever. No. Um, I'm going to put quotations <laughs> over that. B- Bitcoin, yeah. too. Allegedly. Yeah. Always, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever he bets on, it usually works out. 100%. So sure. Remember your wedding gift, Exactly, dude. yes. Make sure you make your bets. Prize picks, okay? 
Go get it, prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Schultz, S-C-H-U-L-Z. They're going to match 100% of that initial deposit bonus up to $100. So you put 100, they give you 100, and then you get busy right over there with the Akash locks or whatever locks that you want to put in. Now let's uh, get back to the show, boys. We have to talk about very important cultural phenomenons right now. Oh, and yeah. uh, Halle Berry is absolutely furious that Drake <laughs> used her uh, picture of her getting slimed for uh, the cover of his song. I believe yeah, it's sing- the single. It's yeah. not uh, for the album. Also, side notes, phenomenal rollout to this album. He has held the conversation about the album coming out for how long? Months. A month, a month and a half. At least a month or a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just controlled the conversation. And I'm like, as long as you can milk it, you milk it because you can always drop the album and then all those people that were excited are going to go listen. They're going to listen once the album drops. We know that for a fact. So it's how long can you get people listening or no, talking about it, helping you promote it, speaking it to, uh, to their friends without you actually dropping. Mm-hmm. A month and a half is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. And also having like the IQ or the EQ to know what the energy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are yeah, people yeah. talking about it? Okay, let's let's drop something. Oh, it's it's good. Let's coast for a little bit. Yeah. And then the, when the album eventually drops, it'll be the right time. Yeah. But not being so locked into an exact date that you so lose what makes out on the, the right way. time. Does it have to be the peak of the people talking about it? I don't think it does. Mm-mm. Nah, they they calculate a few things like who else is dropping that weekend. Um, the if all the clearances for the samples. Uh, that so usually there's still pushes work being done. Yeah, that usually pushes things back a lot. Got it. Yeah, because he 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 said somewhere he's like, I could either stop doing some shows and finish this album, or we could push the album back. And I don't want to cancel the shows. Yeah. So and who's gonna want you to cancel the shows? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just really. It, this is a really interesting rollout to control the conversation for a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, it's it's hard to hold energy for a week. Mm-hmm. But it's he's, hard. he's Drake, bro. Mm-hmm. He's Drake. Mm-hmm. No, really, really well done. Okay, but uh, what we're really talking about this is Halle Berry thing. Is she really mad? Is she fake mad? Should she be mad? Didn't he, didn't he ask her and she said no? No, yeah. she's saying he never asked her permission. Oh, okay, that's different. Yeah, I'm like, you should be mad. Sorry? She should be mad. But does she own the picture? That's the thing. I don't even know if it's up to her to get the permission. Unless he like, smashed. It kind of makes me feel like he smashed. <laughs> because otherwise, why would he call her? Does he have your number? Are you guys talking? Is there a personal connection? He's Drake. He can get in contact with anyone if he needs to. No, I'm saying I don't think Hallie's at the level where oh. he would talk to her like that. Uh, I mean, she's a legend. She's yeah, Hallie. Yeah, yeah. She's a legend, but that's more like... You know what I mean? Yeah, that's Holly. That's Holly. She still looks great. Holly Berry. She's stunningly beautiful. She's stunningly beautiful. That's the icon. That's the icon, maybe. Getting slimed up. Slimed out. That pig is kind of fire. I mean, it is crazy (laughs) from the back, too. (laughs) Slimed from the back. Nah, that was a Mexican alien come right there. Oh, that's why she's upset. Tastes a little spicy. But yeah, we got to talk about that Mexican aliens. But but yeah, so what's the thing? Do you, I mean, it, this is just great for him. More controversy, more yeah, people yeah. talking about it, more yeah. things. Like that. Of course, he's not going to ask And if it's you. called For All the Dogs, he's being a dog. There you go. Yeah. Also, her criticism was not that bad. It was like, man, for someone I respect, I wish you asked. Yeah. I was like, that's a very like. But also, if she says anything, it's news. Yeah, TMZ's correct. picking it up. Yeah. It's more marketing. It's almost like Hallie, he can't ask. He can't ask because by not asking, you'll talk about it and then create news. Mm-hmm. If 
he puts it out and you, yeah, he asked me, he was so sweet and polite and kind and he offered me royalties and it was just, he's just the best person. No, no new story at all. Uh, yeah. I think, didn't Kanye kind of do that with the uh, oh, famous, the, the music video? With it had all the people in oh, it. Everyone in the Taylor's bed. Taylor's in it. Yeah, Trump yeah, is yeah. in it. Yeah. And like, it, it just, if you're in the video, it's like, what's your comment? What do you have to say about you being in this very famous and video? everyone commented. Either they comment or they don't comment. And then, oh, what does the not comment mean? What, mm. what, what's going on? It's just like create, you're just pulling people into your orbit. And yeah. Drake did this with the 21 album rollout when he did the fake Vogue cover. And then Vogue was really upset they about that. Him. And then they sued him. And so that was a whole big story yeah. around the album. So ah, that's fantastic. You're yeah. just big enough now that pulling people into his orbit is a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, something to think about, man. The rollout is really impressive. Right, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just really, really impressive. And I wonder if other artists try to create something similar. Also, it helps that he's already touring. This is another thing that I thought was interesting. I figured you drop the album a few months before you go tour, and then you tour that album plus your old stuff. Mm -hmm. But he starts the tour and teases the album during the tour. Now you're teasing the album during peak conversation about you already mm. because you're touring. So you're not even worried about touring this album just yet. And I wonder if that's because you'll never tour an album again. When people go see a Drake show, they need to see this. They need to see all the things. Yeah. You ain't going to just tour your, your little album. Yeah. You're going to play the hits. Yeah. So if he's going, maybe he's going, well, if I got to play the hits no matter what, it don't matter when I drop. Yeah. And if there's bangers on this one, they want to see it on the next tour. And yeah. if there ain't, people are less inclined to buy tickets for the tour because they're like, oh, I didn't like this album. Is he touring this album? Mm -hmm. I didn't even know musicians just toured albums like that. I thought they were always playing hits because there's so much replay value for fans. What they usually would do back in the day would do is tour the majority of the new album plus a couple bangers. Mm -hmm. But it would be the... Okay. Yeah, now I think it's flopped. They're like flip-flop. So it's like now it's... Majority of back catalog. a couple from the new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but I think Is that for would, Drake or everyone? Everyone, pretty much. Like for, like, for example, Beyonce is doing the old... Uh, songs that are the super smash hits, but she is doing the majority of this new album. Mm -hmm. And that was Taylor from Brilliant Idiots. She was bothered by that. She's like, I kind of wanted more of the hits. Yeah. I didn't want all of this album because you might not fall in love with this album just yet. Yeah. yeah. It takes time to fall in love with an album a lot of times. And it might just not be your best album. Yeah. So what protects the tour is knowing that they're going to go see yeah. the whole it's show. It's just a Drake show. You're coming to see Drake. And forever it will be Drake. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be a mistake if you drop an album while on tour because the, the tour set track, it, everything is like planned out. And to change something this late in the game, and what happens if one oh, song wow. super slaps? Oh, wow. So what you're saying, which I think is, is genius, mm -hmm. what you're saying is, is that he was never going to put the album out in the first place. That's correct. 100%. I think so. Oh, and that makes perfect sense. Of course, why would you put the album out? Yeah. If it succeeds, it throws off your track list. Mm -hmm. If it fails, now people are talking about the album that isn't that good and that could tarnish the excitement of the tour. Use the excitement of the tour to build the hype for the album that you drop the second after the tour is done. Yeah. I, th I think the album drops during the tour. Nah. I do. He, I think he, that he kind of confirmed that it can't. Yeah. He said he'll have to miss some dates really? or finish the tour and then the album. So he basically just told you that album's not coming. Now, here's the question. Does he, because I think right now he's only toured 
America and North America. I believe so. Yeah, I don't think he did international. So he's going to do that. Yeah, it's true. Might not. He might not. Not everybody tours internationally every single um Oh, yeah. It seems crazy to pass up that money. Yeah, it just feels like he has, there's just so much money to be made from it. I mean, or he could remix it a little bit once the new album drops. And or then now add some of the new yes, songs exactly. just to give it, you know. And then now he almost created a, a reason for people to go see him internationally. Yeah. Like American fans even be like, yo, I'm flying to blah, blah, blah to go check him. Mm -hmm. Because he's gonna, he has you know songs from the new album. Yeah, on and I, I bet you on the new album, he'll probably have a few uh, UK, European, African artists. So now when he does the international tour, now they're all popping into those shows and creating more excitement. So that's why you have this shit with Central Central C that just dropped. Mm. That's buzzing right now. So when he do, goes to London and they do that on the radar shit, that shit is gonna go off. Uh, yeah. Also, his dates only go up to October 7th, so... Yeah, he'll probably wait. Yeah. Because right now he said that he's dropping when? October 6th? Or he might line it up with the OVO shit, which then that would be like crazy. Energy. That makes even more sense. Yeah. yeah. Like OVO Fest is in October, right? Mm -hmm. So of course you're going to drop it around then. Yeah. And then you do the big festival in Toronto. And then you play some of it at the festival. Like all this makes perfect that's sense. That's what Kev was saying. Dropping in September actually seems so crazy. You have to drop in October. OVO. You and have if to. that's by design... That's genius. Yeah, yeah it's clever. That's genius. Yeah. Now, everybody's talking about it for months before it comes out. By the time it finally comes out, you're so fucking hyped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, this so is... I bet, I bet you there'll be a lot of international artists on this album. On this album? Yeah, the one coming out. Like Burn a Boy. Yeah, like Burn a Boy, Central, Central C. C. Yeah. Like, yeah. Watch. Hmm. All right, guys, let's take a break for a second because we need to get a little bit more efficient, okay? We need to get a little bit more automated, if you will. And especially if you're an e-commerce business owner, shipping is no longer a manual task thanks to ShipStation. Save time automating your shipping and returns in the ShipStation dashboard while keeping costs down with the industry-leading discounts. That's right. You are going to get these discounts. Look, I know this might seem daunting. Another thing that you have to do, yes, it is another thing you have to do, but it's not daunting at all, okay? There's a free trial, an incredibly quick setup. And ShipStation makes it easy to automate the shipping task for orders from every marketplace on one dashboard. It is gonna make your life easier, okay? It effortlessly integrates everywhere you sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and Shopify, and it's got the industry-leading discounts. You'll never worry about overpaying for shipping, okay? You get up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates, and if that's not enough, use our promo code FLAGRANT to try ShipStation for two months Free. Okay, so spend more time growing your business when you automate shipping tasks with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use the code FLAGRANT today and sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com. The code is FLAGRANT. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, guys, we're going to take a break real quick because I got to tell you about these shoes from Vessi. These shoes from Vessi are perfect for days of inclement weather. Look, unless you live in fucking San Diego where I'd like to move, Probably you deal with terrible weather all the time. It's been raining in New York nonstop for the past week and a half. And on those days, I'm going to be honest, I don't want to wear my highest price Jordans. Call me crazy. I don't want to walk around a walking city with $700 shoes. And that's where these 
comfortable shoes come in. First of all, they don't look ugly. They're a little dirty, and I've been wearing these for three weeks straight. And if they do get a little bit dirty, you know what? You just throw them shits in the washing machine. Perfectly clean, easy to clean, 100% waterproof. That's the most important thing. A lot of these waterproof shoes, ugly as fuck. Vessi are not. Also, they're super comfortable. In case you were wondering, I am not lying. They are super comfortable. Uh, they're lightweight. They have a high performance. And uh, it's vegan. So, you know, you don't have to feel bad about wearing it. Go to Vessi.com slash flagrant and get yourself a pair today. Again, that is V-E-S-S-I dot com slash flagrant. And if you use the code flagrant, you get 15% off your entire purchase. And you get free shipping to Canada, the U.S., Australia, Japan, What's TW, Miles? Taiwan. Taiwan, KR, Korea, and what's SGP, Singapore? Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. Uh, Here's something I don't understand. This story is going out that uh, America lost an F-35. Okay, so F-35 are these like crazy jets that America spent all this money developing and then- Did Tom Cruise fly one in Maverick? No. Okay. Um, Don't know it. But uh, basically, uh, they they would have flown the F-35 in Maverick, but they have to fly with somebody else. So they had to use a two-person jet. Oh, so it's that? Okay, got it, got it. I think the F-35 is a single seat. Okay. But uh, the, the F-35 can, like, take off from a sitting position. Oh, that's far. Like, yeah. off the I aircraft believe, carrier? I believe, yeah. Aircraft. Yeah, so it's a fifth generation fighter, or whatever. And uh, what does that mean? Fifth yeah, I don't, it's just that meant like his parents' me. parents were born here. Like, what, I don't. What does that <laughs> mean? Uh, there's four other generations of fighters before it. Okay. So, what are we up to now? This uh, is, five. This is fifth. Oh, yeah, maybe they've the developed a sixth one, but right now so I they've think had four was... before this, and then each they had a new one, a new one, a new. There's the fifth yeah. new one. Oh, and we could be wrong latest. about this, but yeah. I think that's pretty, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fifth-generation fighter. How many generations were there? Well, at least twelve. You go negatives. Yeah. No. The uh, so basically, what happens? I, some people said that this this plane was kind of a like a dud. Like they spent all this money developing it, and it didn't exactly work out the way that they wanted. Uh, now that could also be propaganda from us. Yeah, like maybe they want to convince other countries. Yeah, the F thirty fives. You know, they spent all this money and it was really a bomb, and they don't really work that well. And they're not that great fighters, so you have nothing to worry about. So you never know, right? But some people say it was kind of a dud. Now, somehow, a pilot was flying it, ejected, and then the plane is just continuing to fly. And for some reason, they've shared this information with us. Like for some reason, the government is saying, "Hey, help us locate this aircraft if you can." What are you doing? What I don't understand is, one, how is there no GPS on it? There has to be, because if there was another plane that was flying in our territory, we would know if it was there. We'd be tracking it the whole fucking time, so it makes no sense. And two, it's embarrassing to acknowledge that you've lost your plane. Yes. Why would you even promote that? It's just, this story to me is so odd. Mm. It makes no sense. Do they have to tell the FAA? Like if there's a plane flying around airspace, bro, they didn't have to tell them that they faked the fucking uh, Gulf of Tonkin shit. Like, like we've been faking army stuff for all the fucking That's time. True. There's been false flags every fucking ten years. So it's like, just don't tell anybody about. But what this. if there's I a mean, plane flying exactly. around airspace? Yeah. What if it hits another commercial plane? They have to tell the FAA, like, hey, just so you guys know, there's a plane flying around. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's a stealth fighter, and that's why it's hard to find. I mean. And, hey, at least you know the fifth generation is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. It just seems so odd. Okay, maybe they tell the FAA and then the FAA is, just sends out a message to everybody. You don't think Biden or somebody can call and just be Keep like, yo. Keep this quiet? Wait, do what? 
Biden, Biden can call the FAA and be like, yo, keep it quiet. Mark just checked out. <laughs> I know he I did. Hear, I hear what he said. I was like, to keep it what? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Mark's playing paddle race. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I just don't get it. Like, why would this story be promoted? It just seems so weird. The U.S. don't care about its own optics anymore, it feels. It's just like, whatever. We don't, it's almost like they're like, we don't got to be perfect, which I don't like. Yeah, I want us yeah, to care about our optics. Yeah. yeah, I don't like this. So at this time of recording, it's still flying. I haven't heard that they found it. Yeah, nothing. But eventually it's going to run out of fuel. That's like, what I'm saying. So there's a, there's a version of this, and we're just kind of like, you know, hypothesizing right now. But there's a version where, like, maybe it has some sort of homing mechanism or homing beacon where it can return home in the way that a drone does. You know, when a drone is running low on battery, it just automatically autopilot pilot takes it back. Mm -hmm. Maybe it has registered that there's been an ejection and now it goes, okay, it's my job to go land myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's going to land itself somewhere. But if it is going to do that, just let it fucking land itself. Also, nobody's hiding an F-35. You know what I mean? If it lands on American soil... Nobody's going to be like, yo, don't tell the government. We got an F-35. You can't use an F-35. No, nah, if you found an F-35, keys. you would keep it. Yeah. I, I would keep it, it, but I don't know how to use it. But you would use it for something. Also, you know why I wouldn't keep it? What? Because promo. I would assume yeah. that they would under, that, that the government would have a GPS on this shit. So I'd be like, oh, they're going to come collect it immediately. There's no way I think I could sneak an F-35. Nah, just take the air tag out. You'd be good. Yeah. They got an air tag. Good point. It's really the air tag. 100%. So yeah, I'm just like, it's just such an odd thing. Yeah, it's a little weird. Such an odd thing. They said for some unknown reason, they the GPS isn't working. For some unknown reason, the GPS isn't working. So then I think they have to tell people just in case this shit crashes into someplace. Here's my guess. Another country hacked our F-35. The pilot realized he didn't have control, and he calls to the base. The base goes, we don't have control. He's like, fuck, somebody else has hacked our shit. I'm ejecting. He manually ejects, right? Now the plane can go wherever the whatever country hijacked or alien hijacked it, right? We have to save face and say, because we don't want to start an all-out war because mm. China hacked our shit. So we got to go, hey, there's been a malfunction. We're looking for an F-35. If you see it, by the way, just let us know. Or if you see one flying around erratically, just let you know. We've had some issues. But Pilot tripped. He's no longer in the plane. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fell out, but he's going to be just okay. I think it might be one of those situations where in order to save face, we have to do this very embarrassing thing. But it is less embarrassing than admitting that Russia, North Korea, China, India, whoever— Hijacked our plane. Like through the last one. Yeah, yeah nice. Brick, bro. Brick, dog. I did. I did. Learn about it. What else we got, boys? Basically, Hunter Biden is, uh, they're trying to wrap him up with some gun charges. Yeah, so dumb. Isn't it funny the Republicans suddenly won gun control? <laughs> Isn't that funny? All of a sudden, oh, whoa, you can't just let anybody buy a gun. Can you explain what the problem is? I don't know anything about this. So they said he lied about being addicted to cocaine and bought a purchased a firearm, and you're not supposed to admit to this thing, I guess. Everyone lies about being addicted to cocaine. That's not fair. Right? Well, have you ever asked someone that likes cocaine, like, yo, are you addicted? They go, no. Yeah, I bet 90% of the people who own guns have done cocaine and actively <laughs> do cocaine. 100, like, nobody's going to go, yeah, I'm doing cocaine or I do crack. And he was addicted to crack at the time and is illegal, blah, blah, blah. But also, yeah, you don't have to say you're addicted. You just like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not addicted to Padel. <laughs> but I do it like Hunter does crack, which is whenever he can. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, honestly, it's a, it's a law that should be in place. You should have some laws that say, hey, if you're a drug addict, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun. 
But I have a hard time believing that drug addicts that want guns are going to be honest. Mm. Yeah, and I also have a hard time believing Republicans really give a fuck. That's a background oh, check. You care. want a background they, check now? They just can't pin any of the Ukraine shit on them, which is what you really should get them for. Yeah. Yeah. They went through billions of dollars of guns, and they're like, all right, well, we have one that I think <laughs> yeah. we can get on them. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> this is like when you get the gang on racketeering. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't get them on the yeah, drugs yeah. or the murder. Yeah, you got Al Capone on tax evasion. Exa- yes, exactly. I, I think Joe Biden to appear tough on crime, he should sacrifice his son and be like, yo, throw the book at him, lock him up, and then once he gets reelected, I'm pardoning you. Yo, it's a timeout, right? Yo, that's a winning move. Right? He would win. Ooh. He would 100% win. Yeah. Everybody would respect yep. him. This guy's about it, dude. It is hard to vote for a guy, though, if his son is in prison. But if he put him there? But if he put him there? It's clear that he should be in prison. Yeah, I think he definitely gets the minority vote. <laughs> How, well, how I, mean, no, I mean that like in terms of like <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I'm being dead serious. Like I think like minority parents like are like, yo, discipline the fuck out of your kids. Fuck oh, all yeah, shit. Yeah. Where like white parenting is like, well, let's just not have grades in school and let's <laughs> just be a little bit more open minded and yeah, understand. Give to all no timeouts. Yeah, no, I love your, your bit where you said uh, white parents are like, if you love flowers, be a flower. Yeah, just be a flower. <laughs> do whatever you want. Like, so I think it's I think this is a little uh yeah, I don't know. That might work. I mean, the Hunter thing is just... I, how is this not even bigger? The president's son is a crackhead. How is that not the biggest story every single day of the week? I mean, they, they talk about it quite a bit. But, like, like it doesn't <laughs> stick. Nobody cares. If Trump's son was a known crackhead, oh. it would be non-fucking-stop. Oh. And I bet One American News or whatever, they're talking about this shit all the time, yeah. to be fair. But... Well, the thing that annoys, I think, a lot of Republicans and moderates is mainstream media, meaning the channels we go to for news on TV, tends to lean liberal. Do you know, it do, just does. Do you know what else I think it is? I think that there are so many kids with drug problems that it's not novel. It's mm. weirdly relatable. Maybe this is the most relatable thing about him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that it's indicative of like a real problem in America, which is like people are addicted to fucking drugs. So it's like, if it's not your kids, your friends' kids were, your friends' kids went to rehab or these types of things, it's like so normalized that maybe they even have empathy. Because all these parents thought that they were good parents and their kid got addicted to drugs. So it's like, oh, maybe Biden wasn't a bad guy. And this is so tragic that his son got involved in shit, just like my nephew or just like my niece. Like, there's no way all of us don't have within one degree of separation somebody who is addicted to drugs. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, fuck, man, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Like this, the whole opioid crisis, like all these things that are going down, it's just the most relatable fucking thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if he should be in jail. Like when you said like he obviously should be in prison, I was like, I don't know if he should be in prison. Well, I mean, prison, by letter of the law, he probably breaks the law every time he buys crack cocaine. Yeah. yeah I'm like. Prison, so. but prison for the Ukraine shit. <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah. stuff, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, He's done a lot of shit. Yeah. And and also like it's not even him that should be in prison. It's like it's really probably Joe and like the people around Joe who have bent the law so they could profit off of their positions of power. And they basically right. place him in there as this person who can collect money and bribes, et cetera. You can have influence on the government. That seems like a systemic thing. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like, it's not even his fault. And obviously he doesn't have a job or a passion because he's a drug addict. So yeah, we can place him in there to collect all the money. I think to be fair, that's what they're trying to impeach Biden for is- Yeah, yeah. They impeach him for that. But I mean, also every, this is, I mean, you know, I'm not slippery slope, not, not slippery slope for us, but for them, y'all want to start impeaching because of inappropriate bro. money. We would love that, but y'all, 
it's, it's, it's like it's like locking up rich people for not paying the same amount of, for tax evasion. Yeah. And it's just like, well, they created the tax code. They're not evading taxes. Mm. They just found a way where they don't really have to pay that much. Before the law is written, they figured it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they write the laws. And the same yeah. thing goes with the president. It's like, he's not the first president to profit off of it. I mean, when fucking Hillary Clinton was in the State Department, the Clinton Foundation was getting these donations to the tune of like tens of millions of dollars. And the second she's out of the State Department, 90% of the funding washed up. Why do we think that is? Yeah. Right? We need some influence. And if you're another country, you should be paying for that influence. How do I get in the room with Barack? How do I get in? Oh, how do I get in the room with... Uh, Wait, who was she? She was under Barack, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do I get in the room with Barack? Oh, well, if I have some influence over that lady who was, uh, you know, the, uh, what is it? The, um, what is the name of the position? The Secretary of... Uh, Defense? No. Defense. State. State. Uh, Secretary of State. So it's like real real state planning, real like what is America going to do in the world? Yeah, I'd like to have some influence over there. So I'll give her husband, her husband and their fucking foundation $50 million. That, that's why I'm like, if you're going to impeach Biden for that, you should impeach everyone. Every president's yeah. ever existed. But that's what I'm like. It's just a systemic thing. Like it's, they're all doing it. Yeah. It doesn't that's, yeah. So I'm down to do this, but we better go after everyone. Don't just make it Biden. Go but after if, every uh, one of these corrupt motherfuckers. But unfortunately, the popularity contest that is, you know, who's going to be the president of the United States of America, you know, it behooves the other side to make the other person not popular. Yeah. So they're not even doing this to win. They're just doing this to make him not win the election. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're right. Systemic. And it's a problem. And it's fucking annoying. And uh, yeah. How else? But how else do you choose somebody? If it's not a popularity contest, how else do you choose somebody? The issue with Biden or with Hunter is that all the shit he did is kind of awesome. Getting your dick sucked while pointing a gun at the camera. Yeah. It's like the Trump thing where it's like, yeah, you don't really agree with what he said, but the way he said it was yeah, so Yeah, it feels fire. like Hunter should be Trump's son, doesn't it? Yeah. That's the pair that we... That's the pair. That should be the so VP. That's the reality show America needs. If... <laughs> if Trump runs with Hunter Biden as a VP, game stars. over, bro. Yeah, everyone. everyone game wins. over, dude. Yeah, that's what we're missing. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. Trump's kids are so put together. Yeah, like his daughter Ivanka is like brilliant, beautiful, successful. Like, you don't hear that much about him. You don't hear anything about any of that's the other daughter that might be like. And we're talking not even like the black sheep. We're saying like, oh, maybe she's more into party, or maybe she's not as successful as the other ones. But the kids have all done really well. And I don't know, say what you want. Say what you want. The kids turned out good. Hey. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Do you have control of those things? Maybe you don't. Maybe you just the luck of the luck of the draw. Maybe mm-hmm. you just got lucky. Maybe great moms. I don't know. This is a real small place to take it, but if you're doing a comedy show and the show is good, you're always like the host gets credit. If it's bad, you're like, yeah, that's on the host. I feel that way about parenting a little bit. Dude, I've never blamed the host. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've oh, never really good? Heard. I hosted a lot, so if the show was bad, I was like, that's on me. No, oh. really? Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's, I'm not going to take it home and want to fucking, I'm like, oh, I got to eat that. That's got to be on me. I, I always acknowledge it was the most difficult spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the whole show being bad because of the host, no, like, by the time the headliner gets on, they should forget that the host was ever on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm thinking like 15 minute spots at clubs. Oh, like a feature, like a yeah. club show. Like we're all doing, yeah. At a, uh, you're uh, headlining. That's different. Then it's uh, on you. Wow, I never, I never put that responsibility on them. I've seen hosts bomb, and I've and I've been like, oh, dude, that's a tough spot. 
the crowd's not connected. They're not there. And it's, it is a fucking hard thing. Mm-hmm. But I, so you're saying like, if the kids are successful, it goes for the parents. You got to get credit. And the kids are not successful. You got to eat parents. that. I don't know. One of Biden's kids was a war hero. I mean, that kid seems successful. That's a good counterpoint to my ill-thought-of point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids are just so different, you know? Like, we're all so different. Yeah, what works for one kid might not work. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just... And being able to transition that parenting ability, I guess, is part of it. But, like, kids are just born, and they have their own unique personalities, and uh, there's only so much you could do. Bro, that yeah. shit is so weird. Yeah. Just, like, seeing little kids having personalities, you're like, what the fuck? What is going on? Wow. And yeah. they might be nothing like their parents. They might be exactly like their parents. Thinking of things. Yeah. Interests. Yeah. Yeah, it's really crazy. So, yeah, that's where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how much you can blame it. Like, people are trying to put it on Biden. Like, yo, you can't even raise your kid. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that's super fair. Also, the dude's a drug addict. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad for drug addicts. Bro. <laughs> shit yeah. Tough, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I'm sure he doesn't want his kid to be a drug addict. I think the assumption is always these people who like desire power that the only thing that they've ever cared about is that power. And because of that, they failed their family. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe where people go, oh, this is your fault. You know, Joe Biden, if maybe you cared more about your family, this wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but who fucking knows if that's true? I mean, Trump has clearly wanted power and success. I mean, he has all these kids that are fucking incredibly successful. So America's hypocritical that way, though. Because if you had no kids, they're like, yeah, you should have a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you do have kids, they're like, yo, you should spend, spend more time, time with your, your kids. family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, that's yeah. fine. It's like running the country is not like a nine to five. You know what yeah. I mean, I can't like go home and play catch every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is true. We do want everything. But then then would you make the argument that we should scrutinize the most powerful position in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should, you know, we should put you through the ring. It's like, imagine what we do when we hire, uh, you know, a lawyer. What, what you do when you hire um, or just anybody who works for you. Like, you're going to put them through the ringer. You're going to make sure that they're fucking qualified. Yeah, I guess yeah. his point is just, uh, I don't want you to have a wife and kids because I, I don't want anything taken away from your time yeah. or yeah. husband and kids. Well, we want you to have a wife and kids and we want them to be perfect without you doing anything. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you're fully dedicated to yes. us. Yeah. 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 Also, I don't know how much, like, being a good parent has to do with being the president. Like, it kind of does in your heart, but does it actually, though? No. Like, if you're, if you're in a pinch and you need a, a lawyer... And you're like, oh, this guy's a terrible dude. Cheats on his wife, but he's the greatest lawyer. You'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit, right? Like, no one cares. Yeah, like if they're yeah. good at their job, like no one cares what they're doing at home. Yeah, what makes you a good president might not make you a good father. And what we need is a president. We just <laughs> yeah. want to be reflected in our presidents. Yeah, yeah, we want to be reflected in everybody that we see or admire or look up to. And the second they have a quality that differs from us and a quality that we are glad we don't have then we will hold you to the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if they have a quality that's different than us, but a quality we wish we did have, then we admire you for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're courageous, you're brave, you're confident. Like all the people looking at uh, Prime right now, they're like, man, I wish I had that confidence, man. Yeah. I, I wish I could go into a situation like that and just know it was going to be successful. Because yeah, when you're president, you're the leader of the free world. It's hard to follow a leader when they have stains on their personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want mm-hmm. them to be perfect in every way. Yeah, we want you to be perfect, but perfect people are might not make the best presidents. Yeah. The best presidents might be the people who have failed a lot mm. and know, yeah, know the, the, the punishment, the pain, and the repercussions of that failure mm-hmm. and will then try to avoid those failures. You know, it's like somebody who's running a business. I don't want someone who's never ran a business before. I want someone who's went through everything. Maybe one of their business failed and they know exactly why it failed. Yeah. That's good. 
Because yeah, if they got success, I'd rather one of their businesses also fail. Just probably. so you know what so to do know, in that yeah, situation, what, what you could have done differently. Yeah. Imagine you never had a business fail. All you had is success, and now we're starting to fail. The fuck you know how to do it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know jack shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Trump is just so arrogant. He's like, yo, my kids are the best. My family's the best. Like, you just get that sense that he thinks he's the best. Mm. So if anyone in his family were to slip up, they'd be like, nah, look. Whereas Biden said nothing. <laughs> like yeah. he's just kind of just been like walking around sort of just like trying his best for years and everyone's yeah. like yeah you know you can't you gotta blame this guy you know what i mean like i think people genuinely feel bad for him at least i do do you think he's relaxed <sighs> like he's as a person or since he became president or just in general like he is arguably the most stressful job in the world yeah. now of course, when there is a Navy SEAL that is hiding in a bunker about to assassinate, in that moment, that is objectively more stressful. Yeah. But I'm talking about day-to-day waking up and the decision that you have to make affects Affecting. not just your country, they affect the whole world. When you leave the world, this is an eight billion person decision every single time. Do you think he's going, fuck, I got some anxiety today. Like, he always seems kind of chill, like making jokes. I'm Jill's husband, like, wouldn't you be panicking? I think he's less stressed on average than other people. Do you think he knows yeah. what's going on? And is that to his benefit? Like, to thank his benefit, God, yeah. If he's not making the decisions already, yeah. like if the CIA, whoever's making the decisions, at least the poor guy has no fucking clue what's going on. Because <laughs> like, imagine you weren't making the decisions and everybody thought you were. Yeah, oh yeah. The fucking pain and... Stress I connected much, with that. I wonder how much he's aged in four years, and that will tell me how many decisions. Yeah, if he's aged nothing, he hasn't he made a single fucking decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did we pay back those loans? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Let me go back play checkers. Yeah, yeah. Obama looked. Uh, he looked disheveled. It looked like he knew about some yeah. decisions. Yeah, he had yeah, some yeah. years on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he wore them. George Bush Jr. I don't think he knew what the fuck was going on. He was chilling. Yeah, he and was, was chilling, bro. And there's part of me. It's almost like if you ain't. If you had that that meeting with uh, with fucking uh, uh, Dick Cheney, right? And yeah. it's like, Dick Cheney's like, I'm going to make all the decisions. And he's like, George Bush is like, all right, bet. But don't be telling me about them. That's, that's what you got to <laughs> do. Don't be telling me. Because if you're going to make the decisions, I don't want to carry the weight of that. Yeah. I want to paint soldiers or you know play baseball or do whatever <laughs> funny, goofy shit I got to yeah, do. Yeah. Hang with Ellen. Hang with <laughs> The second... I'm not responsible. Don't be telling me. Have you me. seen that golf swing thing where he's yeah. saying Yeah, now watch this drive. The yeah. greatest yeah. moment ever, dude. This is not a, if you pull that up, that's not a guy who really knows what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a guy who millions of innocent people are probably dying. He's but, like, I don't know. But, but, but. I'm just out here playing putt, putt. I get it. Oh, I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. That's how you prefer it. Don't. Here we go. Oh, bro, I miss this America, dude. We need this back. We must <laughs> stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this guy. <laughs> <laughs> smacked it. I mean, Yo, that is it. great. Which no one ever talks about that his dad raised a president. Good swing. Oh, yeah. His dad was a president and then raised a president. His, and the two of them must have linked up and been like, yo, how fucking crazy is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> he almost raised two presidents. Yeah, if it wasn't for Trump, Jeb might have won. Jeb was the front runner of the family. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even supposed to be in it. Yeah. Jeb was the guy. Hmm. And uh, Jeb was well-liked and apparently would have been good. Yeah, he, he owned a baseball. They gave him, like, a goofy job. His dream was to be the MLB commissioner, and then he was commissioner of the free world. That's hilarious. He wasn't ready for yeah. that. Yeah. I just yeah. walked his ride. Yeah. 
Yo, I, all I'm saying is- That if, sounds like a guy that wants to be like, we're gonna get these steroids out of the game. Now watch this drive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think they talk about? Who? Your dad's the president, you're the president, your brothers but or whatever. Keep in mind, his dad was not only the president, a wartime president, and the head of the CIA. Ooh. Like, you were a president in name only. Yeah. <laughs> right? According to the Pino. Yeah. What, what is it? President name on Yeah, yeah, like Republican name on Yeah. So so it's like they have nothing. I guess, I mean, they have some obviously some things in common, but in terms of the responsibility and like bearing the weight of the decisions, if it is true what they say that Dick Cheney was making all the decisions and then you know the deep state or whatever were, were involved. Wow, what would they talk about? And if you're the son, you'd be like, yo, don't talk to me about this shit. This was supposed to be Jeb's job. I was supposed to own a baseball yeah. team. Jeb fucked up, so no, I had to step in. Well, it was even before, but still, it's like, I didn't want none of this shit. Yeah. I had to. He got out of office. He's like, yes, I can paint now, finally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so great. He just wanted to be a little painter. He seems to have handled it yeah. the best. Yeah. Yeah, don't tell me. If I don't have control, don't tell me. <laughs> if I don't have control, don't tell me. He's had the best post-presidency rehab of his image. Him and Jimmy Carter, I think. Uh, but Jimmy like, yeah, yeah, Jimmy was a hated when he was in office and now everybody loves him. But George Bush, same thing, George yeah. W. Now him and Michelle just hanging out, yucking it up wherever yeah. they go. Yeah. Fucking friendship, you know what I mean? Painting wharfs. You're like, oh, I like this guy. Yeah. People legitimately thought he was a devil. Obama yeah. did a good job. But Obama was mostly well-liked by... Yeah. W was not. Mm -hmm. well, what do you mean? Republicans loved him. Not when he was in office. Of I course. Mean, they liked Republicans. They didn't like W. No, they loved him. They were like, the country's safe with him. They had a single terrorist attack since he got in. I did not He won re-election. Yeah, he yeah, won re-election. Like, we towards the end of his second term. Yeah, it was like, pretty clear. Once it was clear that like, oh, you got us in this war, this bullshit war. Yeah, we like, didn't Like he wasn't like. I was in, now granted, I moved it's to not Cali. what I remembered. I moved to Cali in 07, but I was in a very red state before, up until... 2007. So I saw a term and a half of him. Yeah. And by by around that the end of 2006, people 2005, and people were like, "Ah, oh, really? What are we doing here?" Yeah. Not that all Republicans turned; they will support the party, but I didn't know a lot of people who were ride or die for W. Because yeah. people and from, from where both from. parties lost sons in Iraq. Hmm. Mm, gotcha. 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 Yeah. 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 I guess they are. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're from Ohio. Wait, who is? The Bushes? The Bushes, yeah. I thought it was Texas. They were raised in Texas. Mm. George W. was governor of Texas. I can't imagine him. I mean, I guess no, the Bushes are Florida. Florida. Say what? Jeb, Jeb was, was Florida, but originally they're either from Ohio or like Connecticut or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the perspective of, of them is that they're like these like oil, southern, goody, yeah. two shoes. Yeah, I thought guys. they lived in Texas. But no, they're not. Go look at look at where they where the Bush family's from. Yeah. Connecticut or, or Ohio or something? George H. H.W. is from Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah. They're just, they're waspy New England folks. Uh, like folks. Yeah. cosplaying as Southerners. Yeah, exactly. Uh, w uh, wasn't cosplaying, though. He just wanted to coach baseball, dude. That's it, dude. W is Connecticut. He's yeah. got to be the most relatable president. So George W. Bush, born in New Haven, it says he grew up in the Texan cities of Midland and Houston, and then went to Yale. It was hilarious. 
But yeah, they're like waspy New England folks, but they kind of have this. Uh, I guess they spent time down in Texas, but still, like, W has that little twang. Fool me, can't they get talk again. They all kind of yeah. talk like that. But, like, culturally, like, where they're hanging in the summer, who they're politicking with, they right. ain't in the fucking cowboy boots and on the fucking horses, <laughs> right? They're in waspy ass. They're at the fucking Cape Cod or Nantucket or really? whatever it is. Like, yeah. He's second best golfer, apparently. Of all presidents? Yeah, JFK's one. Really? Apparently, W is two, yeah. Bro, you don't think Trump is pretty good? I've been watching his swings. Trump, Trump's got I'm saying from like, this is like golf pros talking. They like did a candid talk where they're like, yeah, I've golfed with 10 presidents, five presidents, whatever, like comparing swings on stuff. And they're like, JFK, number one, even with the broken back, number one, W and like a few others sort of like really fight out for two. Oh, and really? FDR is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Handicap, you know what I mean? That helped, that helped a little bit. What about, uh, what about Barry? Handicap? His legs? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about Barack? Barack? Was a later in life golfer. Uh, Debbie would have grown up playing. He was a hoop. Yeah, he was too busy hooping. He was busting ass. Yeah, that's, that's hooper, no doubt. All right, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on Patreon this Friday. We appreciate you. We love you. Peace.